like how to shower, you know? <laughs> All right, everybody, 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 welcome to the Break the Rules stream. We are sowing discourse with internet royalty, Brittany Venti. Thank you so much for coming in to Break the Rules. It is a great pleasure to have you here. We've got James, MK Ultra Money Healy, in the shower, a BTR first, and you're muted right now, so I got to unmute yourself here so people can hear the wonderful sounds that are coming from the background. <laughs> I had a shower today. Uh, I thought we were live when we started, so we missed the first couple steps, but we still got uh, cleaning your balls and whatnot to go to. Um, first step, though, is to make sure you got proper drinks if you're taking a shower. I got yeah. a beer. Classic. Ex excuse you, James. It be a oh, I thought that was Brittany. I thought that was you. <laughs> James, oh, that's is. disgusting. I can't believe you do that. That's so gross. Yeah. In front yeah. of two ladies, you would do that? <laughs> Yuck. Anyways. Terrible. Anyways, uh, listen, everybody. Say, can I, I say one thing say... about James? James has the most immaculate bathroom I've ever seen. <laughs> like in per for a man, especially. Person. It's very impressive. I like the for pink shower curtain. Male masculine. or female, it's the best bathroom I've ever seen. Like the most, the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen. So it is. I'm very to, surprised. Um, before we begin, I wanted to uh, extend my gratitude to uh, Brittany for finally coming on BTR and also to uh, say a huge, huge thank you to our mutual friend, um, sheepdog, Julia. Julie, thank you so much for making this possible as well. Uh, love her. Yeah, I love yeah. Julia. She's a, she's a great person. Uh, unfortunately, she couldn't be here, uh, but she's here in spirit. Maybe she'll show up in the chat, hopefully. Um, so Brittany Venti, we want to, usually when people come on who are new, we give a little introduction, uh, or you give your introduction. But I just want to say that... Um, I've been watching you for a while, and I, I really, uh, again, not to, uh, and, uh, I mean, Lev, I saw that poll, by the way, that you did. Who's yes. going to simp harder? <laughs> we all know who's going to win that one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but it's going to be me, definitely. Um, Shocker. I, <laughs> Shocker. Well, you Shocker. know what? It's actually on the on the stream screen right now for the people who are watching. So this is oh, gonna be a real-time updated poll to see which one oh. of us is gonna simp for uh Brittany the Brittany Harder. My God. I but think anyways, everybody knows that I am the biggest Britney simp. Well, no, uh, unfortunately, there was true? only room for four. There was only room for four, so I couldn't oh, have you. But, too uh, bad. Yeah. But so, anyways, um I think when it comes to I really want to get at this sort of idea of going from irony to sincerity because a lot of your content, it can come off as very ironic, but there's truly, I think, a sincere heart there. Like, for example, I think you do a valuable service when you just, you, you've shredded a number of very odious and toxic uh, streamers and pick me's and uh, you name it, you've skewered them all. You've hammered them and I hate you for it. And I think that's great. I think we need legendary more content, legendary chaotic energy in the world. Oh, so I got very chaotic energy in the shower. Well, there you go. Okay, nobody's and, talking to you. And well, James as well is another person who has, uh, yeah. By the way, this uh, reminds me of leaving, him. uh, James, you know, the movie leaving Las Vegas. Oh, God. Never mind. Age. I Anyways, yeah. So, Brit Brittany, tell us about yourself. I specifically, how did you get started? Was uh, did you start directly from streaming, or I mean, I know I saw you know those old videos where uh, 
some guys would like make fun of you in GTA and lobbies yeah. and things like that. So just well, tell us re re real quick. Also, the first time that I ever saw Brittany was on this 4chan post where you were wearing a bear costume and you were sitting down in a restaurant. So I don't know if this was the very first oh. thing that you did online, but I am also curious about uh, what that was all about. Oh, okay. So that photo often gets mistaken as like a, a poll meetup, people call it, which is a board on 4chan. I'm sure everyone's familiar with. Um, it wasn't. It was actually from uh, He Will Not Divide Us, the Shia LaBeouf thing, where everyone went and trolled. And I went to that. And so after one of the days where we were at the camera, you know, dealing with like people screaming and being mentally ill, he will not divide us. And us like <laughs> laughing at them. We went to a restaurant after cause we were hungry and it was cold out. So that's actually where that picture is from. It wasn't like a meetup. It was just like people who were cool and on the level that showed up to uh, Huendu, he will not divide us. Um, as for how I got started, I started streaming when I was 17. Um, it, I had an art internship before that for a short while, for a couple months, but uh, I quit it for streaming. And the first year that I streamed, I was under a different name. Um, I hadn't developed like the Brittany Venti persona character is how I started out. Um, where it had even a, a thicker tone of sarcasm because it was satire. And so after the first year of streaming, I was like, you know what? This isn't like doing it. I need to have some fun with it and create a character. So I did. I was like, oh, I know. You know, everyone has that one secret talent they can do that's like seemingly useless. Like everyone has that one little thing. For me, it was like talking like a white girl, doing the doing the chicken talk, like really good. And I used to do it with my mom all the time. Like so, I utilized that into in and incorporated it into the persona. It was kind of based off of like white chicks. Like it's kind of outdated now, but like back like then, that's girl what a basic type. girl. Yeah. yeah, like ten years ago, it was relevant, right? So I based it on that and I started like, I knew people are really reactive to women who act dumb online um, because men often have a hard time catching sarcasm or when women are joking. I think it's um, autism because, you know, autism is like a masculine uh, trait, so to speak, like more men have it than women. And I think it really shows up when it comes to women uh, having a sense of humor online, men get very angry. And I think it's because they don't realize they're joking or being sarcastic. So that's, that's what I did. I mean, let's be real, women have autism. It's just a different kind of autism. So, yeah. Now, what is it like to uh, be Brittany Venti when it comes to living in New York City, which is a very, uh, you know, left leaning uh, state? especially right now and uh, when you go out do people recognize you or is it just like a very niche number of people that know who Brittany Venti is in New York City and you're still able to like go to places and kind of be all right like nobody's really bothering you um I would say it happens sometimes uh especially if I'm in a place where it's more populated so for example in New York we have this place called Koreatown it's on 33rd and it's like 33rd is like very, very popular. It's like only 10 blocks from Times Square, right? Has all the shopping and food yeah. and stuff. So people always go there. And in Koreatown, there's a lot of Koreaboos and Weaboos there. So those people are in the age demographic that would know who I am. So when I go there, I always get recognized. 
Um, there's one time I was on a date and I got recognized. They like came up to me and asked for a photo while I was on a date. And he was like, oh, so that was kind of funny. Um, so yeah, it happens sometimes if I go to that type of populated area, but usually I can be low key. Um, when I went to Miami, I got recognized by someone that was really nice. Like he was so sweet. And I would say it's hard to like really pin it down. Cause I don't go out that much until recently where I'm like going to parks and stuff like that. So I would say happens a decent amount and, but it's not like I'm a list celebrity and like people are paparazzi mm. me, but there was one time where somebody took a creep shot of me and uh, I was at Starbucks and I was with someone and they took a photo of me when I wasn't looking. I'm like by the window and they took it from like over here, like somewhere in that area. And they took like two photos and how I found it was because someone saw it on 4chan and then they tagged me on Twitter. So then I went on the board. So I'm like, where is it? It was on like R9K, I think. And the person in real time was posting this thread while I'm still at the Starbucks posting a photo <laughs> and like being a creeping, like, what should I do? Oh my God, she's here. And like, so what I did was like, I was looking around for them and just like intensely staring at each person I thought it was to intimidate them. And it worked because they posted, I think she's looking at me. <laughs> Well, well you're, funny. you're you're lucky enough to have a uh, gang stalking be real as opposed to just in your head. I mean, I don't know which <laughs> one's better, but uh, I don't know if that's lucky. But... That's the, uh, um, it's, <laughs> it's funny you mention you're an art student uh, because he will not divide us. Is of course uh, was funded by one of the most odious uh, art world wannabe trust fund kids, Luke Turner who has uh, committed to destroying the lives of various artists, some of which are my friends. So really? I'm glad that you and Sam Hyde and others totally destroyed the sanity of Shia LaBeouf and totally ruined He Will Not Divide Us. That is, that's doing God's work, in my opinion. So Yeah, he actually had like a mental breakdown from that, which is like, you know, you wouldn't expect that, especially because they're a celebrity. They should have the best care in the world. Also, I was an art student, so to speak. I was at art interns so like they were mm. teaching me the chemical processes of the type of art they did it was like a museum kind of thing mm. like former mansion turned museum rich people make bids on art type of thing mm. um wait you yeah, were in the national arts club were you no my school gave me the internship they okay. had a program but that's funny but, but mentioning he will not divide us like do you um do you notice i mean on a smaller scale, of course, because a lot of Shia's work, I mean, he was, he was LARPing, you know, other better artists like Marina Abramovic. Uh, but a lot of his work was about like how a celebrity is seen and like his whole bit that he again ripped off from Marina where he like was in a room with the paper bag. It's very, it's very interesting when people get access to their preferred and you went into this in a recent video, more recent, they're like preferred object of parasocial relationships. Like, do you notice, like, I'm sure you probably get all sorts of like creepy DMs and like really weird stalker type behavior. Like, I'm curious to know from the perspective of someone who is like in that, what, what your opinion is how, like what drives this sort of like hyper real relationship we have between like people that we don't even know or don't even know the real names half the time. 
you know, like you see streamers all the time. I guess a lot of streamers play into it. I mean, you're, of course, the um, exception to that. But just like the average, like, Twitch streamer in her bikini in the kiddie pool, that type of shit. Like, there's something about it that just uh, it speaks to our time. I don't know. Um, well, it's definitely a newer issue. Uh, I think maybe it has to do with, I don't know, because the example you gave. Oh, sorry, there's a car outside. Um, the example sorry, you I'm gave. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting gang stalked. <laughs> that's gang stalking live um the example you gave was of men watching women and when you do talk about this topic it does make me think of that as opposed to women watching men because you know you go on twitch and you don't really hear people talking about like oh there's men exploiting themselves for attention and money um, really explicitly too. I really mean it when I say that, not just like, oh, well, you know, they're wearing a tank top or something. Um, well, there's that think... avocado guy, right? The, uh, what's his name? Oh no, Nick Avocado Avocado. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would well, be the example. Like, that's like yeah, and he's like opposite. a top 1% on OnlyFans. I mean, people say that women, oh, only women are can do OnlyFans and he's like at least a top 1% higher than the top 1%. I don't know exactly He's like the reverse of uh, the hunger artist, the story by uh, Kafka. He's like the opposite. He's destroying his body in, a, in the other way. So, well, yeah. But yeah, I think um, since it's predominantly like a male problem, I would say, um, because again, you just don't see the reverse of it that much. Like, yes, you'll have like the one or two you can pick out, but you know, look at OnlyFans. who's the consumer, right? It's the men that are mainly the consumers. Yes. There's women who I'm sure are sub to Nick Ocado. I've seen the screenshots. They literally simp him, even though he's a gay man. Um, I don't know why well, it they're... makes it, it makes it harder to get. Well, you know? Bruce, you have some theories about that. About why gay men get simped and not. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> or about OnlyFans. What, what specifically? Well, anything. Yeah, I guess like this whole the aura around. Just give me it. your thoughts on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on everything. Yes. Let's just... <laughs> no, I think it's covered. I mean, I, I don't really have like a uh, whatever here, but I, I I do think it's like incredibly rare for the reverse to happen for men to be at the top of like a OnlyFans or have like a exploitative parasocial thing going on. It's just not a thing. Also, shout out Indie Fox. Uh, with, with who created a, a job? Well, her and Amaranth created a, a new genre on the internet. It's very impressive. Now, have you seen though that it's evolved? It's I have not seen that just it's evolved. Hot tub streams. It's now just dance hot tub streams. So or squats I tweeted, in the, I squats tweeted in the about pool. this before. I thought it was hilarious, but it reminded me of that scene in Pirates where Davy Jones had to stand in the little pool of water so he could be on the island for the meetup. Mm -hmm. Like they have to be in that tiny little pool of water so they can just wear a swimsuit and play Just Dance. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. funny. <laughs> a very four shower streams. So I, uh, it is very funny because especially Indy Fox, because I used to harass her before, like <laughs> before she got like, oh. became a hot tub streamer when she was like, a hundred followers and playing a guitar and it's really funny to see like the that the whole well, i remember look one was like wait why does everyone know this girl but she used to do linkin park covers on the guitar it was hilarious oh, God. see and the oh. thing that's but unfortunate I, I say is harassment 
Butch would rather promote her exploiting herself sexually in a bikini than like promote women who are trying to make a living playing guitar. And that's exactly what she realized. I don't think that this is what her or Amaranth wants to do. It's very clear mm -hmm. by the way that they talk about it. They're very self-aware yeah, they, they about don't, it. They don't I don't like want to do this. I don't enjoy this. This isn't what I want to do, but I'm making a shitload of money right now doing it. So I'm mm -hmm. not going to sit here and play guitar. Amaranth says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend time with my horses, which is what I love streaming about. I'm going to sit here in a bikini because that's what making me money. And as long as Twitch continues to promote that, that's all women are going to want to do on the platform. That's true. Is also, I say, sexual. I say harass uh, tongue in cheek because we were like, we were like friends on Discord. Right? Friends. It's like harassing friendly in a friendly way. Uh, well, well, Brittany, you have a concept that's similar to this. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, the, the anime thing. Uh, Ooh, girls. It's sort of like, <laughs> I love that. All that's right, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't get to um conclude what I was saying. So oh, yeah, just sir, to good, like good. just to yeah. like conclude it. Um TLDR, um, as much as I want to go off on a tangent right now about how women are being commodified and men aren't, and like <laughs> they're literally in the most literal sense being objectified because when men there was a study done when men, those of you who are on TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. When men were surveyed, they their brains, the part that lights up when you see an object lights up when they see a woman even in a slightly provocative pose or if they're like dressed sexy so literally this is through the process of objectification it's like going like full circle pretty much right it's like oh my god you're using that that word that dirty word um but yeah tldr though i think it's a lack of testosterone and it makes it so it doesn't drive them to actually want to get women um, and I know some men will be like, oh, like, where have all the good women gone type of thing, but they really are out there. I think it's more of that it's the low testosterone that they use that to justify it because of their low test and they don't want to go pursue that. So but I think that that's a big part of it because it has gone down as time has gone on. on average do you think it's men. the fear of rejection more so that the, what's that uh, verse? What's the law where over time, like the the um, replacement for something is just as good as the actual thing. Was it called diminishing God returns? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, is it diminishing returns or is it the Godward's law or something right. like that? Yeah, I have to look it up. But basically, it states that the sort of fake, like aesthetic or the um, appearance of something, is basically over time will be a supplicant for the actual thing. Mm. So if this woman on OnlyFans is giving me um a simulation of attention then why would i go out into the real world and like potentially risk being rejected you know i mean this is that, testosterone oh it is bojard yeah. as well yeah. second order of simulation yeah that's but testosterone I, problem though because if they had testosterone they would have the drive to go out and pursue mm. a real relationship um and that kind of goes into what you were saying kind of goes into addiction like it's just porn addiction basically and literally gives you brain damage so no she's um, definitely right you're definitely right it's uh the lower testosterone removes like that drive in men and then the the consequently like the twitch streamer or like the only fans girl becomes your like substitute for that relationship or porn or what have you yeah it's a recipe and the next but level especially is, uh, yeah Especially when you uh, consider the fact that there's studies done um, when you watch pornography and masturbate versus having sex, it releases the same amount of chemicals in your brain. So your brain is thinking that you're having sex. You're not going to want to pursue anything else. 
that's just the part of the unfortunate reality. Yeah. So that's why people sure. use it as a replacement. Like, so you're not going out and looking for a relationship because your brain thinks you've got one, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, Brittany, you've heard about gooners and goon caves, right? I just want to oh, make sure. No. Oh, no. Classic. Let's go. Classic BTR. Goon <laughs> Classic BTR question. Uh, uh, you can go ahead and explain that. Sure. <laughs> so this is going to be probably our 15th time explaining to a guest what a goon cave is. 50th time yes. explaining this to a guest. So it's basically. Are we going to bring up Chris Dan too while we're at it, Lev? Let's well, start with the goon cave. Yeah, let's start with the goon cave. So. A goon cave is any room where you would have multiple monitors or a virtual reality room where you would have multiple views of pornographic imagery and videos. The idea being that the gooners would goon. They would prolong, you know, uh, masturbating but never come. And, well, eventually they would come, but that's considered to be the conclusion, where their whole idea is not to come, so they would just keep looking at uh, all these different sexual acts and just get inundated with stimulation like you were talking about before. But I think, like, with the Gooners, it takes it to a whole other level that few people are able to reach. And so I'm thinking, like, in the future, when we have the VR uh, implants inside of our brain, you know, with Elon Musk's Neuralink, what is that going to look like when most of the men, they're not going to have any need to go out and have sex with women or men or anything. They could just sit at home, put on the V, not even put on the VR. They would just have it inside of their heads and they would be perpetually gooning. And who knows, maybe we'll figure out a way to take the Vril, oh take the Vril energy and like siphon it into some kind of factory, you know, and power, of, you know, power UFOs oh. with it. I don't know. But God uh, shaped it, hole out how long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Zero HP Lovecraft. Mm. Um, so yeah, the no, uh... but there's a point. There's a point to what I'm getting at, though, because with these gooners and the goon caves, the future is not looking that great for both men and women. Do you think, Brittany, that this is all just a chicken little, the sky's falling, or do you think, like in like 20 or 30 years, it's not even going to be recognizable? the kind of uh, lifestyles that people uh, have, since there's not really going to be any reason for them to go out and uh, do something. Before she answers, we need ethnic cleansing, but for Coomers. Mm. Well, only in Minecraft, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, yeah. and Roblox, Roblox, and also subscribe. Oh, all the people the who are one. listening, subscribe. Patreon.com/slash Break the Rules. Sneed super chats. Anyway, Brittany, <laughs> your view on the future of relationships? That's kind of that would be like the simplest way of phrasing it. Okay, I think. Well. The first thing that comes to mind when you talk about that is um, the fact that each generation in theory is supposed to rebel against the last. So maybe that will keep it in check. Um, I mean, will it get worse? I don't, I don't have, a, I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but I could go get my tarot cards and ask, <laughs> but um, let me think. Well, you're an Aquarius, so we're going into the age of Aquarius. You must have some some thoughts related to spiritual ascendancy and any of that kind of stuff, or is it more just for for yourself and your your life? I'm so wait. What was the question that you just asked? Well, since you're an Aquarius and we're going into the age of Aquarius, I wondered if you've ever looked into things like the procession of the equinoxes, going into a new ion or aeon, however Carl Jung uh, pronounced it. And what exactly we're going to have to look forward to when it comes to the changing of uh, human nature, even like because there are some people who think that we're just undergoing these cycles, you know, the great cycle of history, you know, hard times make strong men, strong right. men make, you know, but at the, but the, at the other hand, though, 
On the other hand, though, we're living at a time of connection that we've never had experienced before, you know, for thousands of years. I mean, I don't know what things were like in Atlantis, but either way, like for the history we do know, we've never experienced something like this. And so the idea I'm getting to here is maybe all of this craziness that's going on right now with the Coomers and Goon Caves, it's kind of like a trial of Plato's cave. You know, it's kind of like we have to undergo this trial of all these various online seductions in order for there to be some kind of, I don't know, like an alchemical transmutation when we go into the age of Aquarius and we're all going to come out of it uh, <laughs> better people. So I don't know. That is my that is my version of it. But you may have a different one when it comes to what the future holds and age of Aquarius. And I don't, I don't even know if you're a new ager. Like, I know that you like a lot of the, uh, you know, astrology, things like that. But that's pretty much all I know. Um, I guess I, the answer is just, I don't know, because I'm aware of like both sides of that, like how you were saying. And then like, I also think of that one, I don't know what the experiment's called. Someone in chat probably knows what I'm talking about. There was a rat experiment of like what happens when the females take over and they just like. Mouse fully... utopia. Yeah. 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 That's what I think of. And, um, so I don't know. It feels pretty black pilling, but at the same time, there are a lot of people like that are in my age group, for example, that go to church more. Like Jessica just converted, for example. Yeah. Based. What, what so, did you convert to? Which uh, denomination? I was I was Baptist, Southern Baptist, uh, and I was just confirmed Catholic this Easter. Oh, oh nice. I didn't know that. Congrats. You're on, congrats, yeah. you're on Geo's team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Italian Catholic, that's me. Mm. Well, Young <laughs> is also- It's an ethnic religion to us. So yeah, yes. it really is, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, Carl, I mean, that's, my Italian family is Catholic, so but that's not why I converted. Yeah. But well, I went to a Catholic school uh, back in the day, and uh, I know I didn't find that it was for me. But uh, I do find though, like in this book that I'm reading right now, Geo knows all about it. Um, uh, Aeon by uh, Carl Jung. He talks about how when Catholicism started, you know, having the Reformation a lot of these various traditions that kind of rooted people to something that made them, uh, you know, something that made them realize there's something more going on than just uh, just whatever it is that they may want at the moment, you know, kind of like that Coomer mentality, that may have mm -hmm. been something that grounded people. And yes, you could say that after we got the Reformation, all of a sudden, you know, think of all the great works and uh, technology and entrepreneurship that did come out of the Reformation. Like, look, Geo, I mean, I really respect the Catholics, but you got to give it to the Protestants for, you know, for better or worse, getting us to You're where we are now. destroying Europe. Uh, well... <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, if you no, think about a lot of scientific and technological advances, the Catholic Church backed science for a really long time. Like both the father of genetics and the father of the Big Bang Theory were Catholic priests. So, I mean, it's it's not just the reformers that were able to to make any but, kind and of that, advances. And that came after society experienced like a huge um, collapse of any sort of like common knowledge between people, scientific or otherwise, which is almost like in some weird ways it's like almost we're doomed to go through another cycle of unknowing but only differently in the sense of like hyper specialization is going to like make the average person so like one-dimensional that who knows me maybe all of the great works of history will be lost once more and a lot of be preserved by some weirdo cult or something well we have a controversial comment from gatasa and by the way sneed those super chats this comment is the council of nicaea exposes the catholic church the trinity and the church itself are corruptions newton was smart enough to realize this 
I don't know what he's saying. New in the first schizo poster. My man, was, <laughs> the first my, my man uh, decoding oh, the context, the context yeah. of the Bible. Well, uh, well, well, Brittany, what about you when it comes to religion or spirituality or anything of the sort? Like, where do you personally stand on a lot of this stuff? Uh, I guess I would land under spiritual, I think. So I think the difference between, so I was baptized Catholic, but never really practicing. My dad's side is Catholic. Um, I think that they have like everything right, except for like this tiny sliver. I think the difference is um, it being taken as literal or as metaphorical. And in my opinion, in my experience, I think it's more um, metaphorical in the sense that people, so there's like a text in the Bible, maybe Jessica knows what it is, the one where it says like, it basically insinuates that the person is God instead of like literally God. Um, so that's one interpretation of it. And I'm leaning towards more towards that interpretation. Mm. Be more it like kind of goes Gnostic. into manifestation. Basically. I've heard about that. I'm not familiar with exactly like what you're that's, that talking is, about. I have to look it up. Uh, Unless you're referring to the Gospel of Thomas, yeah. that's well. That no, is more of a Gnostic like... uh, take on the whole thing, which is more about like less about sitting down and uh, just repeating the traditions, and more about kind of like going within and knowing, well, like finding gonna... out. It's like the whole like yeah. uh, when two or more are gathered in my name, blah blah blah. That 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 whole verse. Um, it's it's more of like the that's like a protestant thing with like the holy spirit and communion is more important mm. than the actual physical building well, with the rituals. even even before the protestants though like geo you can back me up on this there was this whole holy ghost movement that yeah that's occurred. protestantism no that was this is even protestant well yeah. i mean there was like, like certain manichaean yeah cults that had like that sort of mystification between the actual communion with god than than the church so that was i mean you know us Catholics got rid of them pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got rid of the, the Holy Ghost mm. people from what you know from the gospels. But yeah, that's pretty much all Protestants fall have that like aspect involved. But yeah. Um I think to uh TLDR it, if anybody's interested in what I mean, um, I agree with Neville Goddard's take on uh Christianity and the Bible, his interpretation, mm. how it's broken down for what each thing stands for and how it's metaphorical. I think in the metaphor, Jesus is actually you or your ego or something like that. And then it, I can't eloquently well, no, well, break it Jesus, down, but it makes sense. I, I don't think it was the Jesus wouldn't be the ego. Jesus would be, in that case, the self. So Jesus. Yeah, represent, I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Like the I have a hard time explaining it. That's what yeah. Young came very close to. I mean, Young has a very problematic relationship with Gnosticism from a Catholic point of view, but that's, you know, wow, that's to be. Well, I think there's something to it. I mean, Godard, who you mentioned, I was reading his book as well, uh, Brittany, and he was talking about how uh, the birth of Jesus uh, kind of talks about uh, astrology as well. If you're talking about, you know, the sun coming back up after the equinox and uh, all that stuff. So, and again, I don't know. I'm. I, I don't want to. Uh, you know, blaspheme. But all that I'm saying here is that 
I think that there is something to self-knowledge and there is something to also sitting down and, you know, being part of a prayer group or whatever. Like some people, if they're ready and willing, then I don't see anything wrong with like, I mean, look at me, like I meditate all the fucking time. So I don't see anything wrong with just like going into the desert or into a cave, meditating and then eventually getting to a higher realization of what this is all about. Like, why not? I mean, I don't know. Like, I believe in reincarnation. I believe that uh, uh, just like the mystic Jews believe in reincarnation, uh, I believe in it too. Like, I think that it's weird. Like, if you were born, like, without, like, without all your arms or with some kind of a disease, it's like, is that your only life? Is that your only life? Is that the one shot? It, it seems weird to me. Like, I don't know what well, the... Well, let's uh... move on, love, before you totally blast from yourself. <laughs> like a let's massive move on. Book. <laughs> massive go uh well we wanted to get to women posting their eyes but now that we're on um i was watching i was watching your recent um video where i i think it was one of these uh you you were critiquing one of these like the cut rip off youtube channels like really content mill type of stuff for like terminally uh radical liberal uh millennials uh was it called jubilee or something where they're interviewing porn stars and it was very interesting how you picked apart um, the way in which they talk about their own experiences and how a lot of them are asexual. So it's like, there's gotta be some kind of like traumatic thing going on there. I thought that was very interesting. Um, but also just like the, 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 the sort of mechanization of the sexual act itself is it's very, it becomes very like, not just commodified but commodified on the deepest levels and even just the way they view it themselves is like come in like this gamified capitalistic game it's like really creepy and like inhuman in a lot of ways yeah i think they uh they're just constantly trying to find a way to try to make it seem like it's functional when it's dysfunctional there's just constant amounts of copium of like here's why it's actually functional and then they're just like falling apart just like with the asexuality thing as they're explaining it like you can literally just let them um i don't mean this literally youtube you can just let them hang themselves by letting them talk it really <laughs> is that yeah. simple like they out themselves really like they'll go into like their experiences and things like that if you just let them talk like they know it's dysfunctional they're just trying to mm. um justify and cope but like I don't think that just because they want to cope that they should therefore try to make other people do it and encourage. It. I think that's so wrong because they just want to always act like, oh, well, I enjoy it. It's like, yeah, and look at you. Like, this is not functional. You're that's like saying somebody wants to sell their organs, right? And everyone's like, look at that person. They wanted to sell their organs people want to be like, oh yeah, that seems totally normal and good. You know, some people can sell their organs. Like, no, it's still not, it's still self-harm basically. And same thing with drug addicts. You wouldn't see the same attitude with drug addicts that you do with pornography when there's addictions and when it's self-harm, you would never see people being like, oh, just like let them do it. Some people really enjoy doing heroin and crack. Like, there wouldn't be this like hands-off approach of like, oh, you know, it, it, and it always comes down, but it's basically like, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to do it, but like if other women do it, it's okay. It's like, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to do crack, but if everyone else does it, it's okay. It's like, you shouldn't want that for anybody. It's harmful. 
to themselves. You're using your body as you're commodifying your body. You're using it as a currency. You're literally selling yourself. You are treating yourself as property and you're getting treated as property. I think it's it's dysfunctional. Oh, you go ahead, James. I'm sorry. I'm laughing about jewels in the (laughs) chat. So they can OD and then I get to celebrate that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're so brave for ODing. <laughs> so you're brave. empowered. Good job. Yo, I, my, All the other people should OD. Yeah, everyone should just do drugs because it's so empowering, right? That would never fly ever. What, what well, some people though, I mean, to, uh, turn depending on the drug. Fucking quarantine last year, and uh, he moved out right before I, I moved back. And last night, I literally spent fucking hours with uh, Arsene, friend of uh, Break the Rules cleaning that fucking room out and getting rid of his disgusting bed and all that other shit. And I think I actually found heroin in the room that I threw out. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. The, um, I think it's weird also that like your, um, Brittany, like your videos on like the anti-porn videos, which are very, very like factual or whatever are like, we're so targeted. And you like, I, I found that whole like a uh, couple week period where you were posting those videos and like posting, like you praying on streaming, getting banned at, like very interesting, very illuminating about like what YouTube, I don't know, considers to be harmful for children. Yeah, I mean, they were, um, I think uh, naked uh, yoga is still a thing on YouTube. Yeah, and some of the videos are monetized, right? I reported that to YouTube months ago before I got banned on Twitter. So that means it was in 2020. And uh, they tweeted me back and they DM me. They're like, can you DM the videos? And I DM them like the search results showing all the videos. And they're like, actually can you do our job for us and link every single video and i was like you're not paying me to do this like i notified you do your job youtube get rid of that how did you get unbanned by the way on twitter um i think asking for a friend asking for many friends asking for future advice possibly I think it was keemstar that got me unbanned but i also sent them a legal notice so i'm not sure which one what was the legal note based? Uh, to to let them know that they basically are because what they banned me for was copyright infringement. But it says in their own TOS that after two weeks or whatever amount of time, that if you uh, counter it and they don't sue you when you counter it, they don't start anything like that, then they're, they have to lift it. And they didn't do that despite me sending all the counterclaims to every single infringement because they were false mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't unban me for four months over it. So they are literally breaking their own rules. So I got in contact with um, a lawyer and they sent them a legal document. Mm. Nice. You just got to move to Florida. So next time they ban you, you can sue them for $100,000. Yeah. Florida is being super based. The face DeSantis right again. He's right again. Yeah. Yep. Is he going to run? Is he going to run in 2024? I have no clue. I don't pay attention to politics anymore. Damn. What is this $100,000 suing thing? I'm trying to. That's why I'm asking. I don't you can sue social media companies if you're a Florida resident. Oh, I think uh, let's you can go. stick it to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think you have to be able to like prove unfair. Like if you say like the N word on Twitter and they ban you, like obviously you yeah. can't sue them. Right. But like, if I Unless. think if you can prove that, like, so for example, right. I what think if you were banned, I if you were banned on Twitter for saying that, like, 
the the beer virus escaped from a lab somewhere in another country in Asia, right? Then um, you know they probably would have banned you for that, even though now it's like the popular thing and it's on the trending tab and everybody's saying it's okay. Now I could sue Twitter for banning me for that, you know, for mm. hundred thousand dollars, you know, something well, along also, those lines. The automatic ban. The last ban wave was because people were ironic, like jokingly tweeting out. Um, things that would um, incur the quote-unquote disinformation hashtag to those tweets. I know for a fact that it was more of an algorithm ban, and some people have been able to come back, except for yeah. a select few people that they, Twitter just hated for some reason. Like, um, like uh, oh, I, I'm trying to think here. But there, there is a few people that came back because it was just like an, a mass ban wave thing. Which was I mean, totally ridiculous. If you, try, if you like deliberately try to be like, yeah, I'm gonna trigger these fucking flags. I mean, not that you deserve to get banned for that shit, but you deserve to get banned for being a fucking retard. Or you should know how strict uh, Twitter and yeah, all. I avoided them because I knew something bad was gonna happen. Oh, like, hello, whoops. Yeah. Like, fortunately, I didn't get banned. No, I, that's my yeah, way yeah. to fucking like be as careful as possible, especially with the amount of people that fucking want my head on a fucking pike. Yeah. That you know. Make sure, like, anything to trip the sensors. Now, I mean, what, <laughs> now, now, now what about something like Twitch? Because, Brittany, you used to be on Twitch. Twitch is even worse. Oh, yeah, they're so bad. They're like, it's like, I don't even think, even if they unban me, I don't even know if it'd be worth streaming on there. Because, like, they, not only are they so strict, but off-platform behavior, too. So, like, let's say I want to, like, tweet a streamer. They'll just, like, ban me for it just oh, because man. it's, like... I'm not being a sweetheart to harassment. Them. Yeah, yeah, Wait, that's they, what they call it. Ban you for shit you do on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Fuck Twitch. But like, it's aren't like that by the way, like, we are on Twitch. Got banned that way. We are yeah. on Twitch. Break the rules. Yeah, we're on, we're streaming on Twitch right now. Just so you guys know, well, and on the live. me for doing stuff on Twitter. That's very strange. Also, considering how many streamers are porn stars, I'm really confused how. That even as, it's supposed to be as so long as they don't the promote generation. as long as they don't promote the pornography on their stream it, that's allowed it's not against the rules for somebody to do pornography and also be a twitch streamer but for example you have people like amaranth where the first link in her panels links directly to her OnlyFans and her patreon so it's like i don't think they're really you know like enforcing that very very well so do they uh do they go more against uh, political things as opposed to things related to like being close to pornography yes i would say so yeah, because I because I, I am kind of curious, like when it comes to the uh, climate of New York uh, City right now, Brittany, like when you walk around and talk with people, what do you notice? Like not on the minds of the crazies, but just like on the average New Yorker or Brooklynites mind when it comes to casual conversations, like what he are some of but he wouldn't know this stuff because he doesn't leave his apartment other than a Lindy walk. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, James. Well, I don't know why you, he's you asking back, me then. I don't know why you're yeah. asking me then. Wait, you I don't, don't fucking know apartment? either. Yeah. You don't leave your uh, your house. You just stay inside. Re recently, I, I recently I've been going out more, but like even when I do, I'm not talking to people. It's um uh, the only time I'm talking to people is like when guys approach me and I have to like awkwardly like mm. oh, I'm busy. Well, speaking, well, speaking oh, of shooting back to K Town for a sec, where do you like to go in K Town? Because I love, I'm a big fan of K Town. I love going to Poach the Thirty Two. Getting their watermelon soju, literally best drink in the city. Mm. Can we yeah. have one stream that doesn't devolve into a New York? Well, I'm a, I'm friends. I'm friends with the owners yeah. of uh, the Kunjip. 
I don't know if you've ever been to the Kunjip or not, but uh, that's a pretty nice place as well. I also like that mall where they have those fish things. You know, like those little fish uh, cakes that they make you, you know, the ones shaped like the fish? Oh, yes, yeah, I that, do. I, yeah, yeah, I, I go legit. in. Yeah, I go Definitely. in that. Um, that's like the cafeteria place where, like, the yeah, first yeah. thing you walk in is the fish, the chocolate fish, or and they have all these yeah then different the flavors tea. stuff. Yeah, on the top floor though, they have the Korean fried chicken. I really like their Korean mm. fried chicken. It's like spicy and it's really good. Um, At which place? It's that all the way upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in that mall place. It's the mall place with the food. It's a cafeteria, I guess. Thirty third Street, right? Yeah. Um, Koreatown's 32nd, but it's next to the place called Maru. It's like right next to there. And Man, uh, you go all the way to the top floor and they have fried chicken up there. Maru's and grapefruit not a, beer. Maru's a Japanese restaurant, but I don't think it's that good. Right? Oh, like, I never wait. went inside Maru. I just use it as a frame of reference to just be like, where's that cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, there it is over there. Um, but to answer the question, I like going in there, the place we were just talking about. And my friend, my Korean friend that, um, Ash, she came with me with Julia. We went to Koreatown and we did some karaoke and I told Ash, I was like, oh, I want to go to the cafeteria place. She like looks at me. She was like, that's kind of bad. Like all, like a Korean from South Korea was telling me that like, basically my taste is shit. Don't oh, eat no. there. <laughs> and then she took us to a different restaurant on the same street. And it was really good. I, I have a vlog coming out on my second channel. It's called Ladies Restroom. And um, it'll be posted on there, the restaurant I'm talking about. It was cute. It had Korean food and everything. Um, Ladies Restroom is more like vloggy type of videos for the female audience that I have. Because I feel like I have a unique perspective. So, and I didn't want to like, bombard the male viewers with it but they like it too <laughs> apparently they like that channel so now uh, new york city may be turning into what it was during dinkins time i mean i came here with my family cringe? from uh from well i don't know i guess it depends on uh, whether you think they're getting stabbed this cringe or not because <laughs> when i came here when i came here uh, from, uh, no, it's now from we're returning to base. russia yes when i so, came here from st petersburg russia we lived on Foster Avenue in uh, Brooklyn, and uh, my grandma got mugged one time uh, by a group of youths. Uh, so it's like, uh, <laughs> you know? return to tradition. Aww. See, this is what New York City used to be like. I actually might have to move back because I missed the days when New York City was fun. Now Yo, it's wait. cringe. <laughs> now Earth. it's cringe in Disneyland. You yeah, drive up? by bombed out Earth. cars and uh, I have yeah. empty room. Oh, that's there right. You yeah, you guys are we'll going see. to the Bitcoin we'll thing, and then you're I mean, going to live together. No, it's it's yeah. it's there. But, we'll uh, but but Brittany, as far as self-defense goes, self-defense in the city, what do you usually do? Do you have like the taser or uh, pepper spray or what are kicking in the balls? What's what's the usual? What's the you usual trying thing? to incriminate me? <laughs> if it's self-defense, it's not. Well, there's a lot of simps out there, Brittany. You have to defend <laughs> yes. yourself. So well, I definitely carry around my pepper spray every time I go out. And um, I said this on my second channel already, but if there's any girls here listening, I highly recommend um, in places like New York, where it's very difficult to get a uh, concealed carry, you should be holding your pepper spray in your hand, like not in your purse, like in your hand as you're walking. It deters people from walking up to you in the first place, not 100%, but deters a lot of them. And you can be ready if something happens. So that's uh, I agree. I'm just gonna also, say one of my that. first times visiting her in New York, 
Um, I was going out by myself. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was going out by myself, like on the subway and everything. And I walked out, I was going to leave. And she's like, no, take this. And it was, it was pepper spray. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? She's like, just take it. Trust me. She's like, even if something doesn't happen, like you'll just feel better having it. So I had it and I kept it in my coat pocket. And the whole time I was walking around with it in my coat pocket, like ready to pull it out at any minute, which like, I live in South Florida. Like it's not safe here either. Right. Like I've, I've, I've been in dangerous situations here. I've had my house broken into, you know, like it's bad here too, but I don't like walk around by myself. Like I have a car, you know, I drive no. everywhere. So no. I was walking I around. And I've never felt more safe than just like with my finger on the trigger of that pepper spray, just waiting to pull it out on anybody. I feel like pepper spray has, it's probably illegal in New York city though. So in it's theory, not, it's, it's not, not okay. illegal. Oh, I thought it was. They make no. everything illegal. So I'm not sure. It's, Nunchucks are illegal. It's yeah. Illegal to it's, buy it, but I think you can yes. have it. You can have yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. There's also this thing, this cable knife it's like really tiny and it doesn't um get um flag any laws and it's like incredibly lethal so if you if you want a knife for twenty dollars i can like legit kill somebody but you have to get like really close to somebody to use yeah. a knife yeah as a no, woman no, no, this, you want to like no it's for one of those situations like if you're already like someone's already on you that's why it's really okay tiny. fair it's enough. for like it's easy to draw and it's like yeah. get off me and you can like puncture things yeah. There's a there's a question from Buff. Did, did Verse ever get sprayed? What does that mean? Get sprayed? I've never been. Girls like me. I don't have to like worry You've about this. This is not a problem. <laughs> I don't have this oh. issue. I'm very charismatic. You know, for some reason, when he said that, I completely forgot about the pepper spray. I just imagined yeah. like some kind of skunk coming up to Verse. I actually have it. been in a room when someone sprayed mace to see what it was like, and it cleared the entire room out. And I was like yeah. coughing for like thirty yeah. minutes. It was really bad. Now, now, Brittany, so, I want to talk about uh, the, your uh, simps, specifically the uh, boyfriends, the potential boyfriends uh, oh that God. you may have. What's the status of <laughs> that? Oh, I have this that? ready. I have this ready for you. Like, I had this pulled up. So um, there's this one. Hey, Paddles. There's this one simp that, um, oh. yeah, She's she likes to bother me when I'm on my computer yeah every time um, there's an animal i do i love how Brittany has the cream. vaporwave bust in the background as well that's that's very epic and trash and the uh is the butterfly <laughs> or moth uh, statue still there or no more petals broke my um my lunar moth one the really big pretty one um i have i can't really move the camera i don't want to get up and like have to like show my ass but like i have <laughs> one i have one moth left up there um and then i have yeah and two smaller ones that are rosy maple moths mm. um but she broke my favorite one the big one and now they're like expensive because back when i got it it was like only 30 bucks and now it's like 200 bucks so well they um, really suit you by the way like the moths like the first time that i saw that purple moth that you had on your stream this is why i decided to uh so my father and I, we create the logos. Like I do the initial storyboarding design and he does the uh, the painting. So this is why we have all these moths around you here because you are queen of the moths. And uh, why, <laughs> before we get to the Sims, I'm just curious, why uh, do you uh, like the moths? How did that come about? Oh, cause they're like um, cooler butterflies in a way. Cause they're very underrated or at least up until this year, I guess they got a little more popular cause people realize the different breeds of moths and how cute they are. But what I really like about the cute moths is that um, for example, like a rosy maple moth, uh, the fluffy pink one, they are born without mouths. So they are literally born 
to be beautiful, fuck and die. And I really like that. So, and also they're really symbolic in like uh, spirituality too, because they follow the moon. That's very mysterious. Yeah, they're usually like, the, car- the carriers of wisdom in nighttime, symbolic in a lot of ancient mythology. Yeah. yeah. So I really just like them all around. I like everything about them. And I think I can really relate with them in a way because when you say moth, right, um, a lot of people are put off by it. They're like, like, it's unconventional. It's the unconventional pick. And I feel like that's how people react to me. So I feel like it really resonated with me where it kind of gives that polarization with people. And did you originally commission that picture of the moth, the one that, you know, the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, one- that one was by Nistrin. She's uh, friends with Jess and I, and Julia knows her too. Um, she actually made that, I commissioned her a few years back. And I was like, make me a cute moth. And- I got to say, shout out to Julia, because before, now I have female followers, which is really strange to me. But like uh- back when I had like 12, she did follow me, so we we we, we like Julia. Yeah, oh, excellent. So He's now, good now, artist. now, but to just the, on, uh, on that topic, yes. like there, some people accuse you, Brittany, of being like uh, I don't know, like a she's rebranding to become a trad larper or something like that to uh, appeal to men or something. What would you say? Because you you strike me as more mm-hmm. of like an old school rad femme, I guess which I mean, a lot of them are sort of coming around. They're having weird interactions with the uh, uh, trads. But so what would you say that people think you're like putting on a, you know, a character rather than your actual beliefs? I don't know. I mean, that's just what some people have said, even like in preparation for the stream. So uh, although people can grow and change and develop their positions, uh, my answer to that would simply be I've always been consistent. Mm. Like, sure, I did a character and I do things to be a character. That's not to say, oh, um, you can't ironically show your cleavage. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I don't have a problem with cleavage within reason. Um, like you shouldn't only be wearing basically like nipple covers or something. But I grew up where that was very normal. Like my mom was very voluptuous, more voluptuous than I am. And so she always had cleavage stuff. So I always thought it was normal. And I always thought it was really strange how like uh violent of a reaction people got like on twitch from it and i was like not even on a day-to-day stream to stream basis i was not really showing like relevant to now really not showing much uh, with what's on twitch now but yeah i've always been consistent um although i have become more anti-porn as time went on i always was pretty much like uncomfortable with it like i was more lax on it but I was still uncomfortable with it. So um, I just always have been the way I am and I've been consistent. So I don't really see how it's like, oh, um, Mm -hmm. you're pandering or something like, no, I just grew up like on the internet, on the boards and stuff. And that's just genuinely how my personality is. Well, the bear, the bear suit, before we get to the Sims, I just want to find out what is the origin of that suit? Did you decide to buy a bear suit one day? because it looked good or why did you dress up in that particular suit it wasn't a suit it was a cute hoodie see this it's gonna sound autistic but like so (laughs) when i was so when i I was growing what you're fine Brittany. okay so (laughs) when i was growing up um i was chubby so this is probably why my personality developed the way it is um my friend she actually is the one who put me onto this theory and i was like she's right 
women who grow up fat slash ugly, they develop a personality and tend to be funny. Right. Mm. So I grew up and I was like chubby. I was like 160 pounds at five, six. So chubby. And I had meltdowns going to the store, having to get clothing and stuff because back then there were no high-waisted jeans. It was only low-waisted. So like my belly was just like, so just have meltdowns over going shopping. So what I did was because I was into anime and stuff, I've been watching anime since I can remember. Um, I like, <laughs> I like the hoodies with the ears on it. It's a hoodie. It's not a costume. It's, it's just a fluffy hoodie with ears on it. And uh, I would wear only like hoodies with ears the entirety of like, my high school years and some middle school too, I guess. So that's what I wore because it was warm and comfy and cute. And it's like, I don't know, I guess I get the inspiration from anime. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I wore because like it covers your fatness and it's cute. So that's why. I didn't know know about the chubby thing, but I did know you liked Inuyasha, which is basically the same thing. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're like interesting. Little... You said that though, because well, a friend of the show, a default friend, I don't know if you follow default her friend of the show, default, friend, default of the show. friend of the show, she talks about um, in one of her recent uh, her podcast is in reference to the the Bojari text after the orgy. Her and her uh, co host, personality girl, they talk about this how when you, as a woman growing up, that is less conventionally attractive. Um, that faces rejection issues yeah. it almost does like it, it's really weird how that changes women in different ways than it changes men because a lot of times men that grow up that aren't like conventionally like you know quote-unquote available or attractive they some of them do develop very uh you know a high level of skill in certain fields, but then there's like sort of, you know, the stereotypical incel resentment, but I wonder if like there's a marketed difference with fem cells. I don't know if that's, I mean, for lack of a better term, fem cells, but it's very, it's very interesting. The dynamic when the, the, the male gaze, it's sort of is equally taken from you. That's equally traumatic than for women who are beautiful quote unquote. And the, the gaze is always on them all the time when they hit puberty. So it's like, I don't know. It's very, it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. I think it really does uh, affect you in a traumatic way. I know it's like, it sounds conflicting, like, oh, women don't like being catcalled, but then you're also (laughs) saying you want attention. It's like people want the attention from people that they find attractive. Like nobody wants attention. I mean, some people do because they're attention horse, but, um, and given like all streamers, YouTubers by default have to be attention horse. There's a, you know, a, a range, right? A spectrum of being attention whore. So the reason why it makes sense is because when you're in puberty, like you want, you're in a very, in high school, you're in a social setting, right? Like constantly your whole life is like high school. You think that's the world, right? That's your concept of the world. So you want people to accept you and find you attractive. And for me personally, um, I was always that feeling no BF, like literally since I can remember since kindergarten, like I remember just like growing up all through my child years, through elementary school, through middle school, uh, literally crying on Valentine's Day because like other girls would get hearts and candy and big fluffy teddy bears. And when I went to school, even you, all you were the school, big fluffy teddy bear. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess so. That was my coping. Well, I was always the fat kid, so I can relate to that. Well, look at you now. You have more simps than they, they all do combined, probably. Yeah, exactly. those hoes ain't got nothing on them. <laughs> I mean, now I'm just imagining like like a Britney Venti bear, like a fluffy Britney Venti bear creature, just going to hibernate for the winter time. You know, like being all chubby and stuff, but then coming out just like ravenous, hungry, just like eating any like little animal you can grab. So I don't know. It's <laughs> <What> just <the laughs> oh my god! Every time you have one that of was, these weird fantasies. <laughs> but verse, you have some thoughts on this as well about the the difference between uh, like incels and fem cells growing up and facing rejection or do they face it differently or is it a similar type of experience i don't know uh no i mean i think she she covered a lot of it but i think like with with men though uh every, all men face rejection in general like regardless of how attractive you are it's just kind of built in um there's mm -hmm. obviously levels to it like if you're a super chad you know they they still face a probably more rejection than most women regardless even though they're super chad like that's just kind of how women don't all have the same taste in men right so like like yeah most women have bad taste in men would find a, a chad very attractive another woman would be like yeah so it's like but like i think with women i think df does talk about it a lot that there is definitely a threshold and below that threshold it's a completely different world that yeah i probably don't, I'm, not, I'm definitely not pretty to whatsoever like because they just don't really register if you don't, I mean, honest, just being honest with men, like, if I, if a girl's just not attractive, like, she's not even, like, I don't notice her at all. It's not, like, on purpose. I think, I think something it's that seems like, to throw people off is that, like, at least, at least in my experience, and I'm sure Brittany can relate to this as well, just with the attention that you get online from men, especially, like, incel type men not necessarily all of them are incels but like with that mentality in general they seem to think that because you're a woman and because you could just walk down the street and go up to any guy and say hey fuck me and they would do it that means that you don't experience rejection that you don't know what rejection is like and like just because i could go to a bar and have some two out of ten homeless man have sex with me like that doesn't mean that i've never experienced rejection just because you know what i mean so they say oh well it's easy for women to have sex therefore you don't understand what it's like being a man and as a woman i'm like okay so you're gonna call any woman that has a boyfriend a whore but like you expect me to just go out and fuck any guy that wants to fuck me. You know what I mean? Like they don't I, understand well, that I, women don't. Well, yeah, that could be somebody's. That could be some woman's. Too. That could be right. some woman's fetish, by the way, right? Like uh, getting uh, sexed up by a homeless guy. Like, I know you don't some want to guys just go like and be with any guy. Like girls, yeah. a lot of the times, you know, there's a guy that you want, and they don't want you, and they don't understand that like women can get rejected, and that yeah. you don't want just some random dude on the street. Like you're looking for somebody that meets a certain criteria, and sometimes yeah. you don't yeah. find it. You want yeah. a high value man, and. I they're like equating oh. sex with accept they're equating sex with acceptance because in their perspective like that's making it but in our perspective that's not i mean i know there's modern women and like birth control and, and they they pour themselves out because it's like oh well now i can't get pregnant or whatever but um generally speaking biologically women want that commitment because we have to deal with a baby for nine months, right? So we need somebody who is going to be around and commit and take care of us. There's more of a risk for us than there is a guy. You guys just pump and go, right? We're having to deal with nine months of this biological change that actually like we could die from, right? Um, the rate of death was higher than C-19. So just for some perspective. Um, but women get rejected all the time. I mean, maybe I'm biased, maybe like Stacy that can't relate, whatever. 
But in my experience, I sure have been rejected a lot, a lot. Jessica has been there with me through some of these rejections. Well, and it's um, like you can get with a guy and of course he'll have sex with you. Like, why wouldn't yeah. guys will have sex with anything? No offense, but like they'll have <laughs> yeah. sex with a brick wall. Yeah, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll have, have sex, sex with, with a girl. But when it comes to dating, if you have sex guy. with him and then ask him to date you, he'll say oh, no. Well, Jay, James, you, had, oh, James. you yeah. had a counterpoint to this? Since you are the... Yeah. Uh, expert resident will you have and will we have sex with anything so, <laughs> no i'm kidding will you have sex with a goat james oh. we're all talking over each other no uh no i've i've had enough sex though i have standards at this point i in, co in college the standards were lower but now <laughs> let's like, go I, I feel like as a guy like once like the more you have sex the more your standards go up because it sounds like you just start caring less and that's like how it's been for me. And uh, I wouldn't. Know. And, and it's like I'm at the point now. It's like I only want it if it's handed to me on a silver platter, or <laughs> actually or have sex with. And that's probably that's and that's probably why James is going to have a lot more than otherwise. Because I do think that there Jeez. is something to that attitude of uh, not really. It's kind of like with a cat. If you go up to the cat and you just start, you know uh doing whatever you do with it you know it's uh, very different from when you kind of like be cool and just let the cat come to you but now uh, i will yeah. say notice he didn't comment about fucking a goat just want to say didn't <laughs> mention that part didn't respond to that part so yeah. I, I will say one thing though i think that the reason why a lot what? of dudes can't like empathize <laughs> is like there's a difference i know that there's like the you a guy will fuck you but he won't like have a relationship with you which is like feels i'm sure horrible um yeah. i mean i know for a fact it feels horrible but you know i've been there but i will say like i think a lot of dudes can't relate because there's a, a at least a, i'd say at least half probably more um there's like a there's the rejection with men is like not only is it you won't hook up with me but like you're also like lonely too because not like anyone really cares what dudes are up to right it's not like there's like a bunch of like girls trying to with him <laughs> to you or like ask yeah. you about your day like you're like alone alone like your hold parents up, stop caring hold after up. a while no no exactly. you know no I mean? no i agree with you that there's a loneliness aspect to it but it goes the other way around too do you really think that someone that's only around you because they want to stick their dick in you is good company that's not a real yeah, friendship. That's, that's, that's somebody that's coming up. That's a conditional coming up to me friendship. for a relationship. They're coming up to me because they want to. Yeah, true. it's a conditional friendship. That's not a real friendship. That's not good company. But but there so. are some guys that probably do get rejected who would want a meaningful relationship, but because of some sort of quality like being overweight like me um they probably do want a relationship but it's just it doesn't happen for whatever but i guess there are women who who mm. do experience the same thing so it's to pick one i don't know i i guess I like can tell you why one's worse than the other one's worse than the other because although you're saying oh you know at least like there's coomers and low value men everywhere it's like oh gee thanks um... <laughs> no no i'm not saying no, 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 but go ahead yeah but women aren't when we get rejected um women can feel free to disagree if they hear this and they don't agree with me but i think a lot of women agree that when you are rejected it kind of hurts you in the ego in the like more than a guy because a guy is supposed mm -hmm. to be rejected right you guys are supposed to be the ones that are asking women out that's you need to go and chase you're the hunter you are the one that is making the aggressions when women do that if i were to approach a guy he's going to think i'm desperate 
like a lot of men are going to think that makes me desperate and like, oh my God, what's wrong with her? Is there a catch? Like, I mean, I mean, at the same time, the dynamic has changed though, because now men actively pursuing women is seen as creepy and like uncouth. Hold on, James. Go ahead, James. Yeah. There's, and there's the one meme of, um, of the fucking girl where she doesn't say anything to the guy. And then she, at the end of the panel, it's like, well, it's his loss. And that's like, a lot of women, sh- and that's like women shooting their shit, and uh, on- that shouldn't be the case. But it, they okay. So the male perspective of the comic you're talking about is that, but the female perspective is, oh my god, I've been smiling at him and looking at him for thirty minutes and twirling my hair and being inviting. Why isn't he talking to me? Why is he chasing me? Okay, well, I guess he's not interested. He doesn't have the drive low testosterone i do high. also think that because of a like modern social oh, yeah as was yeah as was saying like we just a lot <laughs> of people really this are. generation don't have the social skills Oblivious. to know about this and to know about like but men in general do like nowadays i mean maybe not in history but now probably do want women to make it obvious because the the perception of like you wanting us itself has become codified within a greater like apparatus of quote-unquote consent and like gender politics so even to pick up on impersonal cues is sort of become difficult because as a man you always face that risk of like what if I go up to the wrong girl maybe she isn't really into me and it's like my perception of it is wrong so it's like you're taking a huge risk nowadays because then you'll get called a creep a groomer uh yeah, and, and, and you know, so, so I don't know. I can agree with that. I understand that. Right. Yeah. Like, there, it's so Plus, a lot of men are dumb too. We just don't. We wait, just don't. But know I, I also are. think that's not as common as you think it is. Wait, I think I, it's I, very like, big on uh, Twitter.com, but like IRL. No, that's definitely real. Wait, definitely James, real James, James. Uh, <laughs> is that for sure real? <laughs> it probably is over exaggerated, but then there is uh, those cases. James is operating on the lower wavelength right now with his connection. So James, I want to make sure you get your voice heard. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying that, um, you know, there are girls that will do shit like that, but that's how they normally act. Um, so it's sometimes hard to, to realize it's like, are they doing that because they're interested or are they doing that just because that's how they are? And some girls are just naturally flirty and shit like that. And, you know, with again, as Gio is mentioning, like everything that's like going on these days and like, you know, um, guys are easily to come off as a creep for, you know, doing the bare minimum. And stuff like that like it fucks people over and so yeah. like we have this like whole like this all kind of like started i guess with with like dating apps and everything's like built from there and got progressively worse the point is now it's like you know me too culture has like progressed to like even the simplest like things that people would do back 90s and the 80s and 70s and shit which is like approaching women which is now like looked upon like frowned upon or is like weird now quote unquote or whatever it's it's all been fucked it's the whole we we've all been psyoped by tech corporations and it's been slowly happening since you know the the mid-2000s at the ever since facebook i would just say i would say this is just a natural consequence of the sexual revolution in general and encouraging sex and casual sex okay that's That's just the the natural that's Hmm. just the natural progression she didn't just convert to catholicism she converted to traditionalist Catholicism. Based in red pill. All right, but, but you know you know what? Maybe some of us are going to get reincarnated backwards, where we can reincarnate as a boomer, grow up eating all that sugary cereal, and then having the time of our lives. And ha- like that ha- cereal that had the red dye so that was known carcinogen that they had to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to yeah, smoke yeah, exactly. cigarettes until you're 105 years old. That sounds <laughs> yeah, sick. That's what I was- 
Well, I mean, my mm. point here, my point here is that people like the boomers, they did kind of enjoy that time of being alive and getting all groovy and with it and having they all these smoked drugs weed while system. guitarists on heroin played solos. Exactly. So yeah, that was the life. Yeah. I'm sure they have no regrets about uh, living that life and leaving us all this debt. But anyway, what I wanted to get to uh, before we get to the simps, I want to ask like and um, also women posting their L's. and women posting their else. What I want to get to though first, uh, Brittany is. What do you think as far as women male relationships in the uh, workplace? I don't. I don't mean like sexual re relationships, just in general. Do you think right now there's more of a um, there's more of an incentive uh, of uh, various companies and advertising, basically telling women to go into you know business to go into all these different fields? Do you think that a lot of the women that you've talked to or various experiences that you may have had? Do you think that a lot of the women want to be there or are kind of there as a trend uh what do you think is going to happen later on like are most women going to want to be in that position or will they think oh you know what maybe it's better that i go and have kids or maybe a little bit of both like because it's difficult to say like how much are the things today the influence of uh like the women making their own choices or certain trends that are in the air i think that women don't really have much of a choice like in my very like a uh, biased perception of my friend group because they're all kind of like how I am um, in terms of how they view uh, social issues and things like that there's a lot of overlap and it's a little bit different versus like the average female New Yorker right so I find that women that are on the level that aren't the modern woman really do struggle in finding finding a high value man um, finding a provider, finding a guy who treats you right and, you know, is attractive and all these things. Cause you don't want to be with someone you don't find attractive. Like that's just the bottom line for either gender. So I think that a lot of men aren't really able to provide anymore. Probably the economy is a factor, um, lack of drive because lack of testosterone is a factor, a bunch of different reasons, porn addiction, making them not want to go out and do anything because it gives you depression, all these things. Um, there's a lot of reasons, but I think it's like on the male's perspective, they're like, oh my God, all these women are whores and you know, the modern woman, they're all in birth control. And, and then women can't even be attracted to the right men because it messes up their sense of smell and it makes them choose the wrong guy for their genetics. And then when they get off birth control, they're suddenly not attracted to them. Mm. So that's a big, and it's given out like candy, like, um, like, I, is it like most women are on birth control? I would yeah, say I got like, birth control like, at 15 for free without my parents. Consent. There so, was yeah. a video oh, of 14, somebody uh, at 14. There, there was a video of somebody opening up the sink and the water. They put the uh, what do you call it? The pregnancy strip on the water and uh, it ended up going red. Oh, That's so crazy. like positive. Yeah. There's a lot Ew. of yeah, leakage yeah. from urine uh, and the because it doesn't break down. Um, yeah, it doesn't break I heard down. about that. It's That's half so life gross. is incredibly long. Yeah. Yeah. What if you have a good Just water turn the friggin' frogs gay. But so, if you have a water really gay, her mathetical. That's, I'm I mean, glad I never drink tap water. I yeah. literally anywhere I go, I never drink. They're like, oh, the tap water is so clean here. I'm like, no. no. Most you can, most you can look bottled up water, water is too. actually just tap water, though. That's important. No, I mean I don't drink bottled water. You gotta get a slow filter, a slow gravity filter. Yeah, I have like a Brita, yeah. like a you yeah. know, it's, a, it's like a RO filter. I'm just glad that where I live in Canada, they they got rid of fluoride, but that's you know probably to cut costs. <laughs> well, that's uh, winning the battle and losing the war. If we're talking, don't worry. About <laughs> <laughs> oh God! 
but, That's a good but, way yeah. to put it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's go to The Sims because you had your cell phone ready and then I started yeah. talking about the uh, moths and it just completely derailed the whole thing. Yeah, let me and, put my And by the way, guys, up. guys, subscribe right that? now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, let, he's, let he's let going to dog bigger... some Sims right here. Yeah, make I it don't... bigger, love. I don't know how to make it bigger. It's an Instagram message, but no, you like... gotta adjust your camera. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read it. I'll okay. read it. Okay. But just so, I'm just showing you that it's real. It's from some person you named like... Candy Lee or something, okay. and they have like a purple profile photo. They look like DJ Khaled or something on prescription <laughs> medication. DJ and... Khaled, accurate. Maybe and he's like guy... a Saudi Saudi prince. Is that a is that a possibility? Like some rich. Muslim... He wants to import you to Saudi Arabia. Never mind. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go down the four chan thread. I don't think any amount of money could compensate for what I'm about to read, you guys. <laughs> okay. So, oh. so, so for all the guys in chat, they're like, "Oh my God, I wish I were a girl." This is what you will have to deal with. You have to deal with <laughs> obese factory reject DJ Khaled's on. Xanax messaging you shit like this. Okay, this is what he said. Um, you're very pretty. Moans. God damn. Oh my god, what a good girl. I missed you. You gonna eat my ass? Oh fuck yeah. And then you like put the red emoji where it's like panting. Um wow, you're so passionate. You ready for me to nut? He put like peanuts. Um, <laughs> oh fuck, I missed you so much. All my girls want you. Like I gotta wait in line for you. Wow, that was so passionate. Asterisk kisses lips, asterisk. And he just sends me like almost every day. Like literally look, look. <laughs> oh I'm my not, God. I've never responded to this person. It's just all him. Wow. That is, this is too funny. This is like yeah, a Super and he just Saiyan. Says asterisk. Look, this look is at, like a Super Saiyan 3 level of Bob's look, machine look guy. At, look at white newbie and obese guys in Hawaiian shirts will DM you if you're going. Well, I've never DM'd every woman I've ever talked to on Twitter. They've DM'd me first. I could say that. Sure. So, no, it's true. It's true. No, I had to DM one girl because uh, she wanted a portrait. That was the only time. So That's what they all say. Girls, DM me first. Say, hey, can you take that down that post to me on women posting nails, and then I just delete it. Yeah, well, that's the nice thing to do, James. That's... Yeah, there's you know, there's no, no, two I... sides to this. Um, uh, on one side, right? message, yeah. like what? No, he, he said he would delete the message, not the post. Yeah. Oh, not the po oh, James, you bastard. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, that's but there, but there were some. I couldn't live with myself if some girl like was begging me to. Yeah. Don't, don't post your house. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. Even but but there were there were some perspectives uh, on your stream oh. recently, Brittany. Like there was that My Little Pony guy who was talking about his favorite pony, and then what did he unzip and his, his uh, zipper? Cool. What was going on? Did he unzip the sweater? I mean, you saw the same thing I did. Uh, I I don't know. I think he was probably joking. That's yeah. the impression I get. But it was funny to play along. I mean, I I hope he was joking. Thank I, you. It seemed like it. It's getting harder to tell, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think, was, is there I any other highlights from this conversation from this? Uh, the, the coffin guy. I like the coffin guy. guy. You remember the, the guy? Who, guy? Yeah, the other guy was coughing a lot. Oh, I didn't name him that, so I don't know which one. He was tall. Is. He was like six foot. Uh, well, he said that he was like six foot five. Probably uh, was a huh, manlet. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of people calling in that stream. A lot of a lot of people were joking and just kind of going along yeah. with it. Well, that's actually funny. how I became a moderator for Brittany. Was for um, 
uh, she had a sugar daddy application stream and I called in and said that I was going to yeah. be a sugar daddy and I was going to fly her around Europe. Like I'm people take that seriously. Mama. They'll actually use that and be like, you have a sugar daddy stream. It's like, you're, you think I seriously am looking for a sugar daddy. And like, I think I'm going to find it from Twitch chat. And I mean, you could, <laughs> but like, yeah, where else? How serious find? is that? How do you really find it serious? Same thing with like boyfriend applications. Like people are like, is it serious? Like, what do you fucking think? <laughs> you think I'm gonna date a Twitch chat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man. There was also but that, yeah. that uh, Scottish guy. He he seemed to be all right. The uh, the Scotsman. Yeah, he was cute. Um, he was nice, but like um it was it was nice to have one on that seemed like more serious it gave it like a nice mix between like the chaos of yeah. like mlp guy to guy who who seems legit right definitely now i actually saw you one time we didn't have a chance to talk but i did see you at Skankfest. yeah that was i didn't a... i you didn't say hi i know i, I think didn't... no no i was waiting in line but i saw you going in there i think you had the vip pass and uh, it turned. Now I know who the guy who was behind you was, who was making. Uh, he, he he was making all sorts of noise uh, when the comic was on stage. I'm not gonna talk anymore. We're on good. We're on good terms. I'm not gonna first, say anything. First, first, him a male. Alpha male would have gone up to Brittany and said hi. True. That no. So that is true. that is very that is a very good point. I was in line. I didn't want to go off the line. I was talking with my friend. I decided to not, not do it. But look, now Brittany is on the stream. Said hi to Britney, and then I would have gone back online and cut in front of whoever was in front of me. That's what a fucking alpha male does, Lev. Come on, bro. Okay, sure. I guess I'm gonna have to. I'll be reincarnated in my next life, which is a repeat of this one, like Groundhog Day, and that's exactly what I'm gonna do. But what did you think of Skankfest? Um, I thought it was funny. Um, I don't. What what at what point did you see me? I'm just wondering. So we were in line to go to uh, a comedy show there and you were go, I think you got out of your car and then you went past the line and you went into the uh, theater and then, and then you were sitting, uh, I was sitting right in front of you. I had really long hair back then. I was sitting in front of you at this one set where there was a comic on stage who was not doing really well. Oh, I don't remember yeah. which comic that would have been. I I think of it more in terms of like which room was it in? Cause oh, like, it was the it was the upstairs it was the upstairs room. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um. Upstairs on the left. Funny. Why is it funny? There's a there's a story I have, but I don't know if I should if I should tell it. Absolutely should tell it, and you should do it. Okay. Well. So on that floor he's talking about, there was a comedian. Um, I didn't know who he was at the time. And then my friend, let's call her Tiffany. Um, my friend Tiffany, she was listening to this comic talk and his name was Ari Shafir or something. <laughs> oh, of course. And, we all know Ari. We all know Ari, yeah. And my friend Tiffany, she was listening to his, uh, his routine and he kept saying how he was white. And even though like, um, and Tiffany told me after that she saw like, even though she didn't even know who he was, that clearly he was in fact Jewish, but he kept making self-deprecating white jokes and LARPing as if he were white, even though he's literally looked Ashkenazi Jewish. And um, so like Middle Eastern-y looking, yeah. um, Semitic nose and such. 
And he kept like basically crapping on white people. So my friend Tiffany really got fed up and heckled him and yelled, you're not white, you're Jewish. (laughs) Wait, wait, Brittany, I don't know if you know that much about Ari, but that's kind of his thing. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He was going for the whole stereotype. Here's the the thing. Okay, but here's the thing. My friend Tiffany came with me to New York Comedy Club and then when we were watching near comedy club, guess who shows up this month's after Ari shows up and he goes on stage. And this time his set is about him being Jewish and himself deprecating about being Jewish. How do you explain that? Oh, that though? He's got Tiffany heckling must've did something. Cause he went from shitting on white people wait, wait, and Brittany, pretending Brittany. to be white did to you know oh, that he used Jewish to... people. Wait, and wait, it was Brittany. funny by the way. Because well, he Lev has access to the Ashkenazi hive yes. mind. So he's yes. asking the question as we I am speak. mentally, I am mentally so. convening the council right now, but uh, one, <laughs> one more, okay. 0.4% Ashkenazi Jew, according to my 23 me. 0.4. There we go. Okay, so and by the way, bit. by the way, Geo recently, I believe. 23 and me is Jew. I think is- I think 23 and me they probably just put like a percentage of Jewish in there just because they know that like white nationalists are obsessed with it so they're like aha he he let's like put just everyone has a little bit of Jewish in them just to piss off the white nationalists oh, by the way Gio I mean you both you and I both know how many Italians uh have a lot of relationships and marry uh with uh Ashkenazi Jews recently it's happened with uh Cuomo uh, oh his, really? Uh, yeah, his. Uh, I remember who, like son or daughter. But anyway, they married. Uh, the man is nice, always Italian. Nice... It's the man is usually Italian. The, the woman is Jewish. Uh, that's that's really because weird. that's all you can find in New York is Italians and Jews. What are you gonna like? Yeah, yeah gonna do? Long Island as well. But by the oh, way, there, aren't there a lot of Irish people still? I guess, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so I Ari used to do this skit called "The Amazing Racist." Have you? Have you guys seen this? <laughs> Yeah. No, tell me about it. Back in the day. Okay, so uh, he was... Yes, on Oh, I hope so. So I'm trying to remember. I think he did a Jewish thing as well on The Amazing Racist. I just want to find exactly what it was. I know he did a thing where he uh, was... Uh, he, he, like, pretended to deport Mexicans. So he got, like, this truck uh, for the Mexican people to go on it for work. But Home then he Depot, was driving... home hardware, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and then he was driving right by the, what was it, to ICE or whatever uh, the office The immigration off, yeah, the yeah. immigration office. And they, all, and they all ran away. But I think he did something, oh, here. So he did an amazing racist bit where he, let's see, wanted, uh, he asked Jews to sign a petition. So let me see what this petition is, because I'm curious about this. But he is an equal opportunity offender when it comes to going after Jews, going after um, Muslims, going after Asians. Like, he does pretty much everything. So in that sense, like, I really think that he was just... The uh, clan outfit one, that was the best, where he would, like go to like the black neighborhood and the gas station or like the clothing cleaners. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Like, this is... Mr. Jefferson, please my, clean my clothes. So, so this is the, peti- oh. the petition. The petition was, he was asking, he went into a Jewish market and he was asking customers if they would sign a petition apologizing for killing Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. There we go. He also Terrible. did another thing, by the way, uh, on uh, Skankfest. I don't know if you remember this, Brittany. I don't know if this was the year when you were there. But uh, his friend, Louis J. Gomez, who was one of the uh, three skanks, he made a printout of Louis J. Gomez's face on the shirt. And he put the word pedophile right underneath it. And he was oh, wearing God, that and that uh, s- selling it. 
Well, I think people do that at Skankfest all the time. Like, I think Skankfest is kind of like this safe space of comedy. Like, I don't know, Brittany, is that the kind of vibe that you felt when you were there? Yeah, I would say moreover. Like, it was a little more edgy than normal, and it, like, covered more topics than, like, let's say if you go to a comedy club, what they'll cover. They'll just, back then, like, a year or so ago, they would just talk about either dating women like fucking guys and Trump and things like that. Um, it wasn't that bad on the Trump stuff as I thought it would have been, but that was just like the kind of like general theme. And in regards to what you're saying about Ari, um, I don't know what Tiffany thinks, but I can see for myself that he, you know, because he's a comedian, he's going to joke about a lot of things. But I have to say, even though I understand you guys are more biased because you like him and things like that. Um, Oh, I, don't I mean, I don't know how Tiffany feels about him, but I personally don't have a problem with him in general because, like, I don't even, like, really consume a lot of his content personally. But in my opinion, I'm, I'm sure Tiffany would would agree. Um, I think it's really deceptive to, like, go on stage and be like, yeah, haha, I'm white, white people suck, telling 10 different jokes in a row about why white people suck. And I think the fact that he looks like, suck. yeah, but the fact that he looks like, My, and, Jewish, I, and he claimed he was white. No, but he looks like a Jewish caricature. Let's yeah, be fair. But then, so when he's going no, on stage, I, I agree with okay. Brittany here. I think that is kind of like, uh, well, let's leave this topic before it would YouTube be like bans us. If I went around shit talking white people when I'm clearly Italian American, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we are not white, exactly. But and I just thought I I just thought it was funny when I was with Tiffany that. Um, his second set was about being Jewish and self-deprecating about that. And I thought that that set was funnier. Um, I'll have to ask her what she thinks, but it was, it was funny. It was funny know, how I'm, it changed after. I'm, I'm more of a fan of things like uh, Tim and Eric. I don't know. How do you feel about Tim and Eric? Do you like Tim and Eric or not so much? You, you, you're not a big fan of the disgusting humor. Um, I think they're kind of like a less funny version of Sam Hyde. Like, yeah! I don't, no, yeah. see, I disagree. I, really I think, it. and I know this is going to be absolutely sacrilegious uh, uh, with our fuck audience. Tim and Eric. I think, uh, no, I, I think Sam Hyde. Minecraft I think Sam Tim, he's a fucking F slur that I can't say on YouTube. No, I, mean, I think that's uh, <laughs> Tim and Eric is. Uh, oh, you really feel? No, I think Tim and Eric is a funnier version of Sam Hyde. I honestly think that Sam Let Hyde. I know, I know. What a sacrilege. Well, what a sacrilege. I can't believe this. I know. What, what, what have I done? I'm, no, I'm serious I, about this because I think. Are, Talks to yourself. I think that a lot of Zoomers are too. What was it? Uh, um, I'm trying to remember the word here. Uh, uh, high. Wait, is it high tide preference? Yes. I think a lot of Zoomers are high. I think his comedy is more high tide preference comedy versus Tim and Eric. That's my particular belief. Do you think he, that Tim and Eric has any depth to it? Because yes, I've seen yes. some of their content, but not as much as I have of Sam Hyde. It, it has so much depth to it. Tim and Eric so has much. a uh, once you stab a knife through their fucking heart. <laughs> where he was already stabbed. He, somebody already stabbed uh, Tim Heidecker in, in the not, back. They didn't stab him hard enough. Oh, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, James, in Minecraft. I'm gonna say I went a long time where the Sam, especially like when was this, like 2015, when the Sam Hyde TED Talk was like making the rounds. Yeah, that's what. And I literally never watched it because not because I didn't want to, I just never got around to it. And then everybody was talking about it so much, I was like, well, I'm just gonna pretend like I know what they're talking about, right? Like I saw little clips of it, but I know I ended up finally watching it, like 
two or three months ago for the very first time what? and I lost my shit oh yeah it's so <laughs> funny so funny wait wait wait, wait. Jess did you see the Halloween costume I did a few years ago of doing um Sam Hyde from the TED talk no all right hold on wait screenshot it and post it in the chat okay. but uh yeah death to Tim Heidecker fuck him Oh, in, in my in Roblox. In um, Roblox, no, yes. but love. I think the problem is if you only look at certain skits from MD World Peace, then you could say that. Although a lot of those skits were deeper, but if you look at the back catalog, specifically Ideas Man, College uh, C Words, um, <laughs> um, those type of skits to me have like a lot of profound meaning. Um, but anyways, that's uh, yeah. I, I know I, I think I think there's a lot of good stuff there. I'm a fan of a lot of their skits. My only thing is the kind of I guess it's kind of cathartic to a lot of younger people because when they were seeing something like that on the air, it's like holy shit, nobody's been able to express this kind of feeling that I've uh, you know that I've had all this time. But to me, it's almost like some not all but some of the things that they say it's like you could just say it as a sentence and it would be it would be the same thing like i don't see anything well anyways that. Uh, before you terminally destroy yourself i know yes let's no no on. no, see, no i, I don't care ask... i'm gonna be very honest and upfront and by the way wanted... real quick Brittany, yeah, Brittany, yeah. i want to tell you about why i like tim and eric because in the tim and eric universe they sniff things like they smell things with their mouth so when they want to smell something they would just go oh and I just, I, I How just is that profound, love? How? <laughs> Get out of here. Anyways, uh, we to ask move out of the way. That's it right there. Honestly, That's, uh, they have their own shit. I just hate for Tim. Um, for Tim, I still think they've kind of been like shit, despite all the bias of me hating them for getting fucking uh, world peace canceled. But I, I just don't think that they were very, um, in just my personal opinion, appealing to me. Um, from what I have seen, but maybe I didn't watch enough. Fair enough. I didn't watch it on TV. Like I went on YouTube and saw a few clips. Hey, By the like way, what's high tide humor? Cause I Googled it and nothing came up. What does that mean? High tide? Yeah, that's what you said. Oh, no, high, time preference. High, time high time preference. preference. high time preference. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Tim and Eric, I don't know, like at least in my opinion, because I watched a couple of Sam Hyde's things before the TED Talk. Like I hadn't even seen the TED Talk, but I, I saw some like million dollar extreme stuff and like some other some other stuff. And um, I don't know, Tim and Eric is just like more bizarre than like the Sam Hyde's. I mean, I'm not like an expert. I haven't watched like, a lot yeah. of Tim and Eric. Eric. It's like so out of it that so, it's like, like I just don't. Oh, let's yeah, that's how I feel. You know that's what I mean? exactly I'm just how like, I, feel. I can't even like try to watch this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Billion like, Dollar Extreme, like funny, whereas Tim and Eric is like, hey, oh, it's more oh, absurdist. It's something and, weird. Laugh because this is weird. No, Laugh no, no, James, you're completely wrong. I completely disagree. That's just the shallow end of the pool. Uh, and this is the right comment over here. We have a comment that says about the bell curve, where he was talking about how Levitt's I am it's a kiddie on... pool through and through. Yeah, no, no, this is turning into wrong. I'm high IQ because I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> exactly. Let's no, on. no, fuck Please. Rick and Morty. Fuck Rick and Love, Morty. I'm I like serious. Tim and Eric. Move on right now. Let's talk about yeah, then Tim women and posting Eric owls on... now. That's yeah. That's how I've bad Eric is. There's more depth than Rick and Morty. Oh no, my god. You, Let's not talk like about Rick and Morty, please, please. No, let's, I don't please. like Rick and Morty and I like Please Tim and God, Eric. move on. Let's move on, please. Love, okay, stop. let's move on. Everybody subscribe. Oh, you should make me the host so I could have the mute button. Right now. <laughs> Never.
<laughs> I, I, I have control of the youth bucket. Motherfuckers. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. See, this is what I mean by high type reference. The demon ends up coming out of James Healy the moment that I mentioned that guy's name. I think it was yeah, the three I, drinks I want, that did it. But... Yeah, was he drinking I Corona? Corona, Bud Light, um, yeah. Rattler, yeah. Uh, my manager would love him. Of all time on network television. So yeah, I, I am a little uh, a little annoyed at them. So fair enough. Last thing I wanted to say about Tim and Eric: there was a restaurant. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh no! Back to we'll real. Literally, oh. like I've seen Love go for twenty <laughs> minutes explaining the Tim and Eric skit. I've seen this. It's it's. <laughs> you do that. That was so gross. Right now, Brady, this I don't really... know how you could do that. How I could do Terrible. what? Oh, yeah, the grouping thing. Oh, I think you misunderstood. Gross. That was definitely Geo. What? No, wait, 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 throw him under the bus, Brittany. <laughs> oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, um, because we shouted out Julia, I have to give a huge shout out also to my good, good best friend. Um, Matthew the Stout, who made fan art of yours that you actually have as a t-shirt and other things. So uh, he did a portrait of yours, the 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 purple mauve one. So that was him. He's the one with the little rodent profile picture on Twitter? Yes, yes. Yeah, the Stout. I think I follow him. Yeah, I follow him. Mm. So shout out to my mm. boy. Um, but oh, love, nice would glasses, you... by the way. Look, look at those glasses. Oh, yeah, they're for um, computer work because I get migraines. Uh, as you can see, it got darker out, so now I have to put them on. Wow. It's very but, um, 90s. I never it's used mine, even though I'm supposed to. It's like, a, it's, like a whole, it's like a whole different Britney Venti now that I'm uh, I'm looking at you with the glasses on. So it's, it's a great look. I, I, Britney needs, needs some pit vipers, honestly. And if uh, Verse was here, he would agree with me. I thought I thought women weren't legally allowed to wear pit vipers. That was my perception. I, maybe they changed that law recently. I don't know. I do. Oh, now that I, I see the full frame on here on my TV, these do actually look pretty cool on Britney. So yeah, there we go. And by the way, Sheep Doggy is in the chat. Sheep Doggy, she was also at Skagfest. <laughs> yeah, I remember her. She was she was dressed kind of like a sheep, wasn't she? Like, did she have like she or am I imagining she things? Some of the cutest style, like all of these girls that I know, Brittany and Sheep and Ash, they have like the cutest style, and I just wear the same oh, yeah, shirt and a Julia, skirt. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you she's style. top quality aesthetic mm. poster. Yeah, now, she is really. Now, do you think in the way Brittany? I mean, I called you internet royalty in the beginning, and I'm not saying that ironically. Like, I do think that you have a kind of influence around people not just the simps and not just the pay pigs but as far as <laughs> creating as far as creating some kind of a new culture because one thing that i noticed walking around brooklyn is that even though the restaurants were good it seems like there was a cultural decay most of the things that people talk about just like the general feel because uh, again like i know that you don't talk to people as much but I also go to the, you know, things like the National Arts Club, where I'm still the chair of the Art and Technology Committee. Uh, so we put on different events there. So that's in, uh, like people get to sit on his face. 
Yes, yes, people get to wait. What anyway? Uh, <laughs> the national, the National Arts Club. We have different people who go there for various events. It's very, you know, hoity-toity. You know, the men dress up in the uh, in the suits. You know, like the professional. You know, the jackets. Uh, they have a bar area. Have you ever been there, Brittany? By the way. No, but you said hoity-toity. Are you saying that they're rich? Yeah, there's a lot of rich people there. Okay, it's where Gramercy is this place Park. located? Once again. Gra- okay, National Arts Club, Gramercy, Gramercy Park. I'm gonna go find my husband. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. <laughs> Black pilled again. Black pilled again. Why? You want a woman? See, that's what everyone is. Oh, they always get like, oh, women should cook. They seem to get that, but then when it comes to like when men have to do their part, they never get that. When men are supposed to approach women, when men are supposed to provide for women. And now, for the it's family. Fine when g- girls are allowed to look for rich guys once my crypto portfolio fully goes off. Until then, not allowed. Once, so. Link, <laughs> once Link hits $1,000 by the end of the year, I won't need a man to provide for me. Mm. So, yeah, exactly. Once I'm known as one of the most infamous right-wing artists in the world and get funded by a certain Peter Thiel, then I will, <laughs> <laughs> then I will uh, care about... <laughs> women finding top quality rich so men. okay okay so so Brittany, this is the national arts club i'm going to post some photos on the uh on the stream chat as well so it is a private club in new york city it's got a lot of nice looking rooms in here and uh it is located in gramercy park which is the only private park in the entire city so even if people are going to be stabbing each other left and Ew. right in manhattan yep. Like hop over the fence. Okay, 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 okay. L- listen. That looks like the Sims listen. Four, look, like look. Dog house. I, I, That's what look. that looks like. Listen, Jessica. In fucking this... back college school visual arts, and we always hop the fence. <laughs> fucking Gramercy Park. It's not that private. Don't act like it's that cool. Literally looks like the goth house in every Sims game I've ever played. Yeah. <laughs> well, James, at least James, you, you guys. You guys were young and spry. At least it's gonna keep out the crazy people, okay? It's gonna keep out the people who aren't that good at jumping. Uh, no, you know. no, people are the ones that are gonna get in, Lev. Come on. <laughs> well, you're probably right. Look, I'm Anyways, gonna bring, I'll, I'm gonna bring your knife so, or whatever. But anyway, so let's talk yeah. about women posting their L's now. Now, Brittany, you're a fan of James's talk about art this, like, here. Literally all night. <laughs> well. What is the fascination with women posting owls? What is the thing? I mean, is it like what most people claim that it's some kind of like uh, incel fantasy and that Britney is uh, purposefully playing up to a quote unquote, and, and I believe some journalists said this about you, an alt-right white nationalist incel audience and How can that be true if they all hate me? Like literally go look at anywhere where anybody talks about me. It's just extreme polarization of like 70% of people saying that I'm ugly mutt Sid the sloth and then like the small amount of coomers <laughs> that are like, oh, I would coom. Like, <laughs> how, how would my, my pandering's not working. If I wanted to pander to men, I would become a prostitute and open OnlyFans and commodify my body for their pleasure. That's what I would do if I wanted to pander to men. But, but also- Go look at the comments for the fucking posts I made during the stream. So where I was like, oh, I'm I'm on stream right now drinking. And like all the comments are fucking just like being like, why are you streaming with this whore? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, 
Oh my god, let me go and yeah, see this. Like yeah, they don't like me. Yeah, this entire uh, forum is dedicated to talking about how, oh, so one person will be like, oh, she panders to a right-wing audience, blah, blah, blah. And another one is like, oh, she's so, she's like a, an eighth brown and disgusting white men will never yeah. love her. It's like, she's a quadroon uh, mud, exactly. whatever. But yeah. Brittany, if they're, if they're talking about that, like we said in the beginning of the stream, they still have those sexual reflexes where I don't think they give a shit. I think that they're going to say one thing no, I don't uh, think, and do no, another. No, my, my opposite... My take is that it's, I don't, I mean, there could be some like underlying like sexual fantasy there, but I think, I think sexuality doesn't have anything to do. I think the fact that Britney goes after, um, there are like people on the rights, political enemies, oftentimes. I mean, for example, the fact that Twitch basically he, he despises Britney with a passion, um, and the fact that like some very, uh, terrible, terrible people. Um, have gone after Britney and she's a uh, troll them. I think that's probably what it has to do. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. It, it's simple as this. If you're based online, uh, the worst people are going to go after you. So. Yeah. I just, just want to mention the fact that the partner manager that Britney went to on Twitch to get her unbanned was later fired for like sexual assault, basically. So <laughs> just to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Every single is. time, <laughs> male feminist sexual yeah. assault. Well, it, it is like that, uh, like that stone toss comic, the one with the uh, you know the predators and their natural habitat sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely, Dude, stone toss can never miss. It's literally impossible. It literally never misses. Yeah, no one. Shout out to stone toss. Comics are good. Now, uh, Brit Brittany, you were also on uh, that episode with uh, Gavin McGinnis on his show. And uh, what was that whole thing like? Like, did you go into that whole crowd as well? Like Gavin and Compound, was it Compound Media? I remember, but like, is yeah, there- Yeah, Compound at the time. Yeah, so is there like a group? Is there like a group of people there that uh, kind of like hang out and know each other? Because I know that with Skankfest, they had Anthony Cumia on. So that's kind of like around that uh, group as well. Like, you know, different groups intersect into other ones. But uh, well, he's got skeletons in his closet, though. Like, yes, let's face yes. It, but, well, you know, hey, he's also got a pretty interesting looking cat. Speaking of cats over here, look at this. Look at this little fella. She's shy. Look, you guys Aww. need to run away. Oh, no. <laughs> but but anyway, I'm just curious, like when it comes to these various um, groups, cliques, organizations, do you find yourself being in the clique right now? And were you in the clique back then whenever that whole uh, interview happened with Gavin McGinnis? Like, what is the nature of those things you'd say? Um, I don't, I'm not really that social of a person. I kind of tend to keep to myself, which is kind of annoying with my job with being a streamer and YouTuber. Oh, speaking of being um, a streamer, I think something happened to your camera right now. I'm not seeing oh, anything. Yeah. Was that your cat? At all? Oh, there we go. You're back there now. There we go. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, I guess my computer is pooping out. Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, like, I had a few friends, but it wasn't like, oh, I I went in with uh, Gavin's crew or something. Like, literally, the first time I went on, I didn't know who Gavin was. People from Windu were telling me to go on his show. I was like, oh, who is that? They're like, ask questions later. Just go to this address at 6 a.m. And, like, they didn't even... Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Hold on! Oh no! There my we go. camera freeze. You're um, back. Good. Okay, I don't know why it's lagging, but they told me to go to Compound Media and like go on his show, and I didn't even know who he was. I was like, uh, okay. They were like, oh, it'd be really funny. Just say you were at Hindu, and I did. I went there. It was like seven a.m. or something. It was really early, 
and I knock on his door. I have, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, uh, I'm here because someone told me to come here. <laughs> and uh, they oh, told me God. a name to say, like, say who sent me. They were like telling me in Discord, say so-and-so sent you. And I did. And then he like let me on his show. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so this is back in Quindu. And I was like, not even as knowledgeable about politics or anything. I was just really shit posting. Was this um, uh, before or after the whole Antifa scuffle uh, in the Union Square? Before. So I'm talking about the first time I went on mm. Gavin's what was thing. Scuffle. Um, and May Day, I got arrested because um, a. I can find the clip. Yeah, it, it's on YouTube still. I think it might be on your Twitter still, Jess, too. It is. Yeah, I haven't deleted it. Um, this uh how do you say synthetic male went and uh instigated uh, fight and i had to defend myself so self-defense situation yeah he they they put me in a they, self-defense they, they. situation they situation where i had to fucking crack their um their non-biological penis so wait so this uh trans person came up to you like what what was the story or were you okay just i'm gonna i'm gonna the be the one to say it i'm gonna be honest here it was a full-grown man like oh. over six foot grown man claiming to be in transition or trans <laughs> but not currently in transition trying to beat up on a five foot six woman that's what the situation was mm. wow very so clearly that, that's like, if you um, look at the link that i posted it's very clearly like like i said like a six foot man well, um, Brit Brittany did a video actually, um, on Jessica Yaniv, and now I'm from Canada. Thank God I'm not from where you're. Uh, is Jessica in BC? I think, yeah. Formerly um, Jessica Yaniv. Yeah, um, my so my friend, well, my online friend who is a journalist, uh, Annie Slats, she uh, was the first one to broke break pff, this story with uh, Yaniv. And uh, basically ruining the lives of cosmet, co what are they called? Cosmeticians, cosmeticists. What's the word? The I'm waxing looking... people. Yeah, yeah. The, the, they have a term. The beautif beauticians. Cos yeah. Cosmetologists. Cosmopolitan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cosmetologists. Um, you yeah, got it. So, cosmetologists. Um, yeah, I can't pronounce it. Oh, basically, no, these usually. And here's the deal. I'll tell people. Because here in Ontario, uh, especially Southern Ontario, where I'm from, they're full of them. Uh, a lot of women who usually come from the Philippines and from Vietnam who are from the poorer classes, what they do is they have family members that they help them uh, open up these beauty salons or waxing places or um, what's the term, the many and pedicure people. They have a special... No, salons and yeah. Yeah. A lot of them do that. That's their, and a lot of them usually are like, they'll have like- They'll get work uh, visas here because somebody yeah. owns a salon and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they'll bring over their sisters or their aunties and it's like a whole family run business thing. And it's very common here in Canada. I think in, in the States- Here too. With Viet typically yeah. Vietnamese people, at least yeah. in my area, it's mostly Vietnamese people. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd imagine Hispanics also in America would probably- but yeah, it's usually area, stereotypically, yeah, yeah, stereotypically it's either Vietnamese or Filipino. Because where I'm from in Niagara, like Filipinos are the predominant. Whereas if you go up to Brampton or somewhere, it's mostly Sikhs. Um, so what this Janet Yenev did 
was basically accuse these people of transphobia. And in Canada, we have the Human Rights Commissions, where it's not a legal body. It's a separate court entity that you can bring these social justice grievances to them. And there was a number of historic cases with one with Mark Stein, the other one with, and he used to be a hero back in the day, believe it or not. I know he's like a shameless grifter that screwed over most of his employees. But Ezra Levant um, was brought up to this because he used to have a newspaper called the Western Standard where he published the Muhammad cartoons with the, the bomb and everything. So this Yeniv person basically tried to ruin the lives of several different um, mm -hmm. Filipina and Vietnam Vietnamese women who had these salons because they refused to uh um you know wax um you get the picture if you look up the photos you know what i'm talking about it's, yeah, it's terrible <laughs> i don't have to look up the photos i can just imagine you don't want to look <laughs> yeah. up the photos it's it's in your best interest not to. yeah don't even look at the i mean this person's <laughs> right. face uh but yeah that's but why so the, you were in this protest police... in this yeah. Go yeah ahead, so, so I was in the protests and I was just streaming. Like I was just trying to like film some content. I didn't even instigate anything whatsoever. Like I had gotten there, intentions were already high. Like my friends were already there, and for somehow, like I guess because my friends were trolling and they were like, "Yeah, I'm with," so then I'm a journalist or whatever, and they like caught on and they start following them and being violent with them and like pulling on them, like trying to rip their possessions off of them and things like that. And um, so when I got there, they saw I was with them and I was just like trying to like joke around and they're really butthurt. And then the um, artificial person, the artificial male went and took a huge bucket of water. So this is the backstory behind the photo where I was arrested. So they took the huge bucket of water, like a big tub and they dumped it on me and it's like, you know better than to wet a black girl's hair. Like I just fr freshly tried to straighten that and yeah. you're gonna go put water on it. Okay. Oh, and by the way, the and webcam is all off again. Yeah, what about not, only, not only that though, but there's people that were there with her at the event and you can see in the video that I linked that there was people that she was there with and they were being assaulted as well, not just her, but like being pushed around, wow. having their yeah. backs, people were trying to take their bags from them, oh, pushing wait, them down like the, the uh... section of stairs. Well, Brittany looks kind of cute here getting arrested. I don't know why, but uh, she gave oh. up the okay sign too. Oh, first a first simp of the night. No, it's something about it. Like her hair is all like tangled up. Someone made a griper of Brittany getting arrested yes, with yeah, a Wojak yeah. cop. Yeah, there's a pet. Yeah, there's a pet bear of her. Yep. <laughs> Oh my yeah, God. So, went around for a while. <laughs> so they poured the bucket of water on me. And then that's basically like, it was already people were pulling on people and being physical. And then they poured the bucket of water on me. And then um, after that, like I defended myself um, after they were coming at me too. And they like ripped my bracelet off and they were like chimping out at me. And then what happened was they left like to go get a stick. I didn't know. Cause I, by that time I'm like looking over here at the action and they got a stick and over at the protest, you're not allowed to have real wood because of this exact reason. So they got yeah. a stick. So it's hard cardboard, basically it still hurts. And they took it and they hit me on top of my head and I can't see it coming. Cause it's coming from above. Right. I know my eyes are far apart and I have a widescreen view, but like it came from above. So 
I'm sorry, Brittany, I'm very sorry, but I'm looking at 4chan edits of you as 56% Ameriquan. Oh, Lord. And one of them, she's like on the floor saying, I'm white. And it's like, oh my God. This is fucking terrible. And then when you were eating the fucking, what was it, a pickle? Like they got this thing with. Ishmael Ishmael did that. Um, He drew that as a joke. Like some of these caricatures, like my mod drew as a joke and then other people took it as ammo to use, which is kind of Mm. funny. They have one where like you're disgusting. Like it's like stink waves coming off you with a KFC bucket. It's all my That was Ish, right? Yeah, Ishmael made that one too. And they just, they weaponized it. It's like I've for, seen he does it them for art contests too. Mm. Yeah, he does them for like art contests stuff like yeah. that. And then she'll tweet it out like, "Wow, I can't believe somebody drew this of me or something." And they'll use <laughs> it. Like, they'll use it. Yeah, they'll use it. It's like, "Wow, look, see, this is what people think of her." I'm like, "Oh my god, oh, that's amazing." Can't think of yeah. Mm. Nice. But but you know what I think? I think that the uh, wide eyes just means that you have a very active third eye. You know, it's too powerful. You, yeah, probably. You, there's this other photo where you have. I swear to God, the exact same getup as Julia. Do, do women share clothes? They still do that, or is that like a '90s like girl movie thing? I every time I go to Britney's house, every time I go to Britney's house, she le- lets me leave with like a suitcase of clothes wow. every single time. Every time, every time I'm there, she's like, "I have my own clothes." I'm like, my style is very plain. Like it's literally just like a shirt and jeans, or a shirt and a different skirt. Like I have like eight different kinds of this shirt in different colors the same style and i just wear a different skirt with that every time i go to see her she's like oh you should wear this i'll wear this coat with this i'll wear this she like uses me as like a little dress-up doll and then she's like yeah i'm not gonna wear that again so just take it yeah (laughs) men are like that i remember one time when i was a kid a friend of mine uh we were out uh, he was over for a sleepover and we were playing in the woods and like his his pants got like totally ruined with mud it was raining it sounds like a that's story, GL. No, 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 it's not. So, like, I like he borrowed a pair of my shorts, and then the next day, like, he handed them back to me. But it was like a drug deal. Like, we like hid um, in the corner of the playground. Like, <laughs> it's like men do not share clothes at all. Yeah. Like, oh, even look, in even, the most uh, dire of circumstances. Even Sheep Doggy writes over here. Brittany has given me so yeah. much clothing. Mm. She does. Anytime somebody's like, "Oh, that's so cute. Where did you get it?" I was like, "That's from my friend Brittany in New York. She always gives me cute." <laughs> like she gave me this purple like it's like a crochet sweater like a knitted sweater it's like a crop remember we took pictures in it in one of those stores i don't remember you did, we did like a little mini photo shoot in it but i wear that all the oh, time cute. to mass and everybody's like that is the cutest sweater ever and i'm like I know. it's cottage core pilled yeah it, it kind of is well, i'm glad that we're, every 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 time we have uh it seems that we turn into the relationship stream eventually on btr so that's good yeah, um, people like talking about that a lot. Just to quickly finish the story about what yeah. happened on May Day. Oh, did you um, get did you get bailed out? Like what happened? No legal consequences or no know. legal consequences. So they had um basically assaulted me, battered me. They like hit me in the head with the thing. Could have like literally put me in the hospital by doing that. <laughs> it was right on the center of my head. They hit Ooh. me. And then when they did that, that's when the fight, the real fight broke out. And there was like literally a mob of people on me, like 10 people pulling on my clothes, pulling on me. And I had to like, they were in between me and the other person, the um, artificial male. And so I went <laughs> and so I went and I like still, I was like seeing red at this point. Like I went and I took their glasses off threw them on the ground and they were still pulling on me. So I'm basically having to do this hopping on one leg. Cause like I'm using another to kick people off of me. 
And I grabbed their glasses, threw on the ground so they couldn't see, so that they couldn't hit me. And then I just like punched them in the face. And then that's why they have the bloody face. And then I, we both got arrested. She fucked this them up. was an a- Asian um, person. What like? Um, what's- they didn't look- like Pacific Islander type Asian, maybe. possibly. I don't. That's know. rare because. Like I, maybe it's different now because they were trying to meme the anti-Asian violence thing, but I noticed like the only really like predominantly like whatever you want to call S quote unquote SJW demographic is usually like um like high caste Brahmin women uh from India. That's usually the only ones I've seen. Although in Canada it's different. I don't know. Like we have mostly Sikhs. The Sikhs are pretty based. Um, yeah. Yeah, I actually did have a dream with Brittany Venti. And, oh, uh, God. No, yeah, no, no here we go. Here's what I did. So, Brittany, Brittany. Love I ha- dream. Hold on. Yeah, I have a dream. So, I had a Love dream. So, dream. what I do is I have a dream diary. So, I write down the dreams that I have. I don't know. Do you ever do that or no? That's so good. It helps you remember them more if you do that. Yeah, you I start have remembering like, them every time. Well, I, I have like two hundred something pages of dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the Rock who assaulted Brittany. <laughs> it was the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Okay, so I have dreams of like I have dreams of various people who I either meet or who I see somewhere. Like I have dreams with sticks, hex and hammer, six six six. Like I had a dream where I was in the hot tub with him and his girlfriend. But anyway, oh here <laughs> it was the seventies. Oh, okay. Shit back then. okay, but here's a dream. Here's a Britney uh-huh. Venti dream. So this is November 27th, 2018. So this was kind of right around the time when that happened, right? You've been dreaming about this for a while, bro. God damn. So, okay, here we go. Brittany Venti. Here, hold on. Brittany Venti made a video tribute to Donald Trump using her saliva. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Interesting. You're scaring the hose, bro. You're scaring the hose, love. Please. You're scaring the hose off the stream, love. Oh man. Okay, hold on. Oh, here's another one. So there was a dream. Another one. Another one. (laughs) No, you play kind of a you play a bit. I agree with overdrive. Nobody cares about your grinch dreams. Oh no, that's mean. No, fuck you. Everybody cares. Here we go. So this is from April 12, 2019. I did it for the rock, Rikishi! <laughs> yes! That was the best storyline. Rikishi fucking uh, ran over Stone Cold, and he did it for the rock, but he did it for Triple H. But Sorry, Lev, go ahead. I, uh, so you mentioned there... wrestling. As you know, on stream, yes, I get totally distracted. So, so Okay, <laughs> so there was an Indian girl who had feelings for me and uh, wanted to be my girlfriend despite knowing uh, that uh, I... I already had an Indian girlfriend. She came over my house, which turned into a screen Meaning, uh, with people sitting on the floor uh then it turned into fourth year of sva uh okay here we go i brought a stack of pencil leads one of the desk where i was sitting in but was told by the indian girl or peer pressure in general to share them with you i don't know who you is uh okay here i decided to only give half of my pencil leads away uh as well as my eraser rebecca sugar was there and so was Brittany venti uh, the Indian girl uh, said uh, she didn't want to date on account of her psychic powers and didn't want her heart to break. So there we go. Whoa. Yeah, Amazing. she was too much of a high priestess queen for you. You even got rejected in your dream, man. To be <laughs> fair. No, hold on a second. Hold on well, a second. Well, to be, to be fair, fair, Lev technically is Brutal. a Dravidian and not a real Scythian or Aryan according to some esoteric racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Brittany, so, Brittany, the, what the dream was about, I was actually dating uh, this very nice Indian girl at the time, 
And mm-hmm. in the dream, there was another Indian girl, but I didn't want to go with her because I was already dating the other Indian girl. You see what I mean? So, anyways, we got to move yes. on. We're losing yes. them, Lab. We got to move on. Yes, we're losing them. All right. So, women posting L's. Um, first of all, James, in your opinion, well, okay. Let me just ask Brittany. Now, you're a fan of women posting L's, but you'd figure, given your, um, let's say, second waiver bona fides. You'd figure that to be horrible and misogynistic in that um, it's really degrading for uh, framing uh, women posting online as in the context of L's. But also, what do you think of like the label of e-girl itself? Like, would you consider yourself a quote unquote e-girl? Or do you think that's more of like a product of the said like male fantasy gaze? I think that that e-girl... Well, back in my day, it used to mean like online whore and (laughs) now it turned into just any girl online, the definition. So I guess if you're going by the second definition, the more recent one of woman online, I guess, I guess you could call any girl online an e-girl, but um, that's really not what it meant when no especially because that word started, especially like it became more popular during the time of like Snowy burger and stuff like that is when it oh, really God. started picking yeah. up traction. And like that was your stereotypical e-girl or like pink sparkles yeah. or like Idub's girlfriend before she, <laughs> you know, decided yeah. that she was too good to show her tits and then showed her tits again. So that's <laughs> like that was the definition of e-girl yeah. initially. So now it's 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 literally become, especially in some more like right-wing circles. It's yeah. But it just in general, but especially in those communities and those circles, it's become just any woman that exists on the internet like is the, an e-girl, and all the ne- yeah. all the negative connotation that initially came with e-girl is still applied to any woman on the internet, even if she's not showing her test. Right? They'll even call like someone who is like, even like I, I'm not just saying this because she's my friend and I like her and I appreciate her, but like they'll call someone like Alex Kashuda an e-girl and she's like as trad. Well, nowadays, I mean, you're past whatever, but like she's as trad as you can get when it comes to this new crop of um, like women posters in our circles. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it seems things are changing now. I don't know. Like I had this thread about how a lot of those like original, like quote unquote e-girl that were more of the like, look at me i'm trad sort of variety they're sort of they sort of left you know the trad thoughts i don't know now now we have women that actually have their own thoughts and feelings and uh i don't know whether that's a good thing well one thought in exchange for another about how trad they are isn't actually trad like if you're like like oh look how trad i am it's like all right cope i mean (laughs) most people are trad trad larpers yeah wait james you have the opportunity like the chat was saying to actually talk to real hobos and could you do no, that? I live on the Upper East Side. There's no homeless people up here. Are you kidding me? What if you just interview <laughs> random people? James, could you just, like, go up to random people and, uh, like, ask them about e-girls? Go up to any woman and ask her what her biggest L is. Yeah, there <laughs> yes! we go. Yeah, they're going to look at me. They're going to be like, uh, what the fuck are you talking they're gonna about? Take the, they're going to take the pepper spray out. That's what they're going to do. That's going to take the pepper spray Well, all right. Maybe, maybe after I order my fucking dinner, I'll uh, start going up to randos on the street. Imagine not I- just going with Uber Eats and actually walking to get food. Can't really. Uh, Uber Eats is bug man mentality. So there you go. There you go. Do you so- get a lot of? Yes. This, no, place- oh, this place just opened up the sandwich spot. It's, uh. I've been wanting to try this now. I've been watching it open up for uh, 
I don't even know if it's going to be good or not, but I've been watching it um, develop for like the past month. So I've been. Wait, James, are you indoors without a mask? Is they allowing that in New York now? And you don't need masks anymore. They're they're. Oh uh, my god. Especially well here uh, they let you walk around without a mask as long as you're fully vaccinated, but they can't ask you. So I do it anyway. Because in Canada, Uh, it's like you it's literally legal. uh, Uh, how big is it small? So no, but anyways, this e-girl thing, it's very curious how um mute yourself. James, mute yourself, love mute. Um so no, it's very god. Um yeah, it's very curious how. Um, the, what are you doing, Lev? What the, oh my God! This is what she sees. Unmuting <laughs> himself. Did he really just unmute himself? Wild man. He's gonna accidentally show his card. <laughs> well, well why do you think i'm spotlighting and then, it and posting their else they just post his credit card yeah <laughs> Let, watch it get reject declined too that'd be hilarious um so, yeah women posting owls um it's it is curious though like i mean some people like the the claim is that like it's Why ironic. Why are you muting you, lad? You fucking asshole! Because well, you're, you're fucking ordering. talking while the stream's going on. Does everyone want to know what I'm fucking ordering? God. No, nobody cares. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, but Brittany, what do you think of the women posting else thing? Like, what? Why? What is your like morbid fascination? Is it like some kind of intra-female competition hard. thing, or yeah. do you think it's just hilarious and like maybe some of them are ironic and they know that this creepy pervert James, who is a terrible <laughs> incel, is going to? Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of the women posting else phenomenon? All right, they said about ten minutes, so I'm gonna just. <laughs> Wait, you gotta wait ten? Oh my god, terrible! Yeah, they take the food. It's not like the fucking food just exists, Geo. It's like it's like. Do you get that thing in New York where it's like you gotta wait for the milkshake to give you the buzzer? Yeah. Ah, oh, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, but but go ahead, Brittany. I'm sorry. Oh, um, what was the first thing you said? Was it something about being jealous? Uh, yeah. Is it is it like the women posting owls thing? Do you, do you think there's some kind of like like the, the women that do follow uh, James's work, do you think there's some kind of like intra-female competition going on where, I don't know, like do, do women love seeing other women posting owls or is it sort of like the sisterhood thing where it degrades you as a whole? Uh, I mean, I think it's just funny. Cause like, you know, I agree that like that, those type of women generally, I know like once in a while I saw like Someone said, oh, I was joking and it got posted or whatever. I know once in a yeah. while, like something women joking gets posted on there. Um, but generally- I always post they, women jokes on there. You always what? I said, I always post women joking on there. I don't care. It's whatever, whatever looks like funny content is I will yeah, post that's... on because It's the most low effort shit fucking possible. I literally don't care at all for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. People yeah, like I could see why. mad at me because I don't put an effort. I'm like, yo, it's a fucking meme account. Like, I literally made this a shilla podcast. Like, why are you fucking surprised that I put no effort into this? Yeah, I mean, fair enough, right? Um, Rosa says women hate women more than men do. LOL. Um, I think women follow the account just because it's funny. Like, if it were men 
posting dumb stuff like the sent message I just read you. Like if there are men posting Elle's account and I posted that screenshot and you followed it, are you following because you're jealous or is it just because, you know, you hate simps, you hate that archetype. It's like with simps, the reverse of it, I guess, is like desperate well, women pick me's or like the yeah. modern woman, right? So it's just the inverse of that. It's just funny. Do you think that um, it's it's funny because on BTR, we've had uh, all sorts. We've had bimbos. We've had radical feminists. <laughs> we've had trad girls. We've um, had uh, witches. We've had witch. Oh, that didn't. We've had literal communist women on, and the, the, for some reason, the witches that was the worst. That we got. I had to lock my account for a week after that. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. The communist, the tanky woman, was the worst because uh, she. Oh, she ended called up... you. They got someone to harass you. In, yeah, in real life. No, yeah. but anyways, um, the pick me thing is interesting. Like. I don't like I know some people are cynical about it and they think that like all like quote unquote trad girls are pick me's that are trying to like game the system or whatever. But I think like is a pick me now consume like orientated towards that niche audience of trad men or do you think that pick me's it's like the same like fucking like pokey main cutesy twitch streamer haha I'm your friend sort of deal like I'm bringing up the fact because you're famous or rather infamous for just like completely shredding people like uh, Pokimane and Shu on head. And also Shu on I don't want to ask you because now she's a bread tuber apparently. So maybe uh, that's like, she, she went where the, the money is, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, that goes to show, right. That it doesn't really matter. Both sides have pick me's. It's not like, Oh, only women who say that they're trad. I mean, in general, women who say they're trad, it's like, if you're saying you're trad, it's like kind of sus. Like I've said it as a joke before, like on that stream, I was with Roosh, I was just trolling and like, <laughs> I bought store cookies and I was like, look at the cookies I made. I was just like playing into that. Cause I thought it was funny, but yeah, uh, Shubu that goes to show, for example, how she like swings her politics based on what's convenient. Um, that it can be on either side. It's not just, oh, if you want to be a stay at home wife, therefore you're a pick me. No, it's the other aspects of it, of just accepting low value men, defending men when they're low value and crap just for the sake of acceptance. I'll take anything you give me. You could give me a ring pop as an engagement ring and I'll be so happy with it. Unlike those other you girls. You can watch pornography all you want. I don't yeah. care. You can follow me girls on Instagram. I don't care. Uh-huh, exactly. So yeah. it goes on both sides of like, oh, you know, we need to be nicer to men and just accept them being low value and them being crap. And then it goes on the other side of like, I'm going to open OnlyFans and pander to men. And it, it's on both sides completely. It just has to do with um, wanting male validation to the point of where you are lowering yourself and not respecting yourself and, ex and accepting poor treatment and behavior. From yeah. Them. But it's funny you went on Roosh though. I mean, it seemed like I know like even recently there was someone that posted caps of his old books that he's disavowed. And I think like my opinion, I'm, I'm kind of like on the fence in that I do. I'm glad that Roosh has changed. You can't truly know a man's heart, but some of the stuff he did kind of write about, especially in that book bang is like, Oh, like, but he, but to his credit, he has like totally unlisted those books and he's gotten he's disavowed even like not just like even the mildest forms of pickup artistry he's he's disavowed it so i could see both sides of it but then i would 
I do kind of would see a woman's point by reading some of those passages and seeing that they're, I don't know, like I, one day I hope Roosh comes on the show, obviously that would be great. But um, I'm, what do you think? Like you were on his show and he, I'm guessing he was a gentleman to you and everything. So oh, I wasn't on his show. We were on blood sports when that. Oh, was okay. With Ethan Ralph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, well back then, like you said, he was a little different. Um. I'm sure he's grown a lot in terms of like being religious at first it seemed kind of LARPy, but it seems like now it's like more legit. Yeah. um, To be fair. Um, He, I don't know. It was just another moment of like a man, not understanding when I'm joking or being sarcastic. And I just kept going further and further with it. So I thought it was funny, but what I didn't like that he did in the past was he kind of slandered me by saying that I don't pay my taxes for some reason, like during the, <laughs> um, not paying your taxes is a base and a uh, verse would agree with me. So taxation is theft, but that's beside yeah. the point. He's accusing me of not paying my taxes. So everybody would start attacking me saying like your thought and you don't pay your taxes. And I literally got like, so much crap for that and it was based on nothing based on absolutely nothing other than one person being like oh Brittany locked her account and this was I locked my account two days before this whole incident happened of like uh well I don't even know what it's called like thoughts not paying their taxes a tax thought audit, audit. Thought, audit. audit. Yeah. thought audit yeah yeah and I locked my account two days prior to that I was on vacation and then that happened then I just get all these tweets I'm like what the hell it's literally just one guy telling Roosh like oh she locked her account therefore she's one of the thoughts that didn't pay her taxes like i have to fill out forms when i'm on youtube like all these different platforms how am i how am i gonna not pay my taxes so doesn't even make sense so it was just a straight up lie and now years later like some months ago i think it was um probably like eight months ago or something like that he messaged me on twitter and he was like i'm trying to write all my wrongs and i'm just letting you know i'm sorry and i was like okay well oh that's sorry. good yeah, but I said, okay, well, if you're sorry, could you tweet or at least publicly say and clarify that I did in fact pay my tax? And he was like, I'll think about it. He did. So what's up then? Like how? Wait, so how this is after say- his conversion? Yes. Yes. All He's right. Trying that's, to that- write his wrongs, but and messaged me about it. I'm was like, that okay. Shortly but- after though, or recent? More, more recent. Like okay, a few like few months ago. Maybe I don't follow him. I'm not familiar with his conversion. I know he was like a creepy pickup artist, but I didn't know until very recently. Until that tweet, I saw that tweet making the rounds too with the pieces th- of his I book. Think, I was like, like, oh, I didn't know anything about him really. I think someone though, and I think he would admit this himself. Someone who has gone through like some of the worst like excesses of pickup artistry. I think like you're even he would admit that inevitably that's still going to mark your soul in terms of like your actions. So at least like, I think the fact that like he was willing to like unlist his books and like, not like financially like make bank on it. I think that is a sign of his sincerity. But again, like I say, you, you can never know. Like James, he's sincere that he hates women. So I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, James doesn't hate women. He only pretends to. Uh, I find myself dealing with that right now with um, like Milo Yiannopoulos, for example. It's so hard to tell if he's genuine in what he's doing. Like I'm not going uh, to uh, comment over what I think yeah. about his conversion and oh, I'm ex-gay and things like that. I'm uh, not going to say how I feel about it, but it's like I'm struggling to know how genuine it is. There's know? other rumors about him, but let's not... Uh, 
get into yeah, um, it's encrypted like one of those things like it's yeah you, you don't want to say that somebody's being fake right because if somebody's yeah. having a genuine conversion that's like so good for them in general like if they're turning away from something that they feel is bad and yeah. trying to improve themselves like with kanye west for example or so everybody's like oh it's just for attention it's just fake and you want to hope that it's good and that they're genuine but it's so hard to tell if somebody well, can't call them out because if and that's why they do it too though like yeah. the people who do fake it because they know that you can't call them out it's yeah. hard to call them out yeah well, i'm curious if my if you get him a picture of him in a dark room without the lights on never mind never mind i'm not gonna okay. make illusions i'm gonna make illusions um to some kind of uh Wait, if there's some still, kind of luminescence going on is he on still there. being uh paid by those brothers the mercer brothers or no no he got his he got his book deal and everything shredded yeah so so i don't know yeah. if if there's some kind of luminescent thing uh anyways <laughs> let's move on um there was one question I'm in the chat one wait i'm trying this sandwich it had on the sign outside greatest sandwich in America, which I highly doubt, which is a skeptical sign right there. So uh, <laughs> all right, let's all, everybody shut up and watch him eat this. Yeah, we're going to it's going to be a mukbang stream um, More like a cum bang. Oh, God. Um. Anyways, there was a good question. I don't know if it was cynical or not, but this is by. Um, oh, not Tosha, though. Encyclopedia uh, server. The encrypted server. Venti, do you have an identity? Not asking you to define yourself, but what are some adjectives? So, do, what, uh, I guess in general, how would you, like, how do you see yourself? Like, what would you call yourself? I know that's kind of like, nowadays, like, people are so caught up in labels with, like, I'm this, like, you know, uh, I'm a democratic mutualist or whatever. But what, what would you, how would you define yourself? Like, what, where do you see yourself in life? I know that's kind of a stupid question now that I'm saying it, but you know. Yeah, that's always a um, a struggle with uh, like describing yourself, and you have to be careful with it too because like people who self-describe in a certain way end up going off the deep end, turning into lol cows and turning uwu. Like, oh, my skin is so clear. Like the the humble bragging and things like that. Mm. Um, Must be nice. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'd be better if Jessica described me because she knows me. Um, with oh, but Jessica, you have pretty good skin. What are you Ugly, talking about? Ugly, annoying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> eyes too far apart. Two out of ten wouldn't bang. Yeah, the eyes, it's like the Jackie Onassis thing. That's like the immediate. It's like people, they like, oh, she looks like an alien. She looks like an anteater. Uh, mm. I don't know. No, but you well, do see, you do dude, see more of the world. You do see more of the world around you, right? But I am you curious. You have the like, widescreen view. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> like the deer. You know, like the deer in the forest. You know, they don't. It's see... because her third eye is so big that yeah. the, the eyes have to. Exactly. I, I'm going with that one. That's that's pretty. Well, good. you know, it's ethereal at best and sloth at worst, I guess. Sloth. That was the animal. Sloth. <laughs> Hammerhead. No, it was so funny though. It was Hammerhead. So because because for her for her um. For her, like, Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff, she used to always use, like, the Snapchat filters for, like, the Venti character when she was still more in character and trolling. And she would always use the flower crown um, on her Snapchat filters. So then um, when the new Ice Age movie came out at the time, we were in Orlando, and we were visiting a mutual friend of ours in Orlando, and she ended up, um, we ended up walking into some, like, Froyo shop or whatever, and I guess there was, like I said, that new Ice Age movie coming out. And let me see. 
there was a female sloth that looked like it had the flower crown of it. And oh, I took God. a video and I was like, hey, guys, it's like a female equivalent to like Sid the sloth. I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah, it was like memetics. So we have two questions. One is by our great friend Charles Kahn, but I'll save that one. The other one is uh, by Nitro Nick. Uh, Venti wants to be a mother one day. Think about it. Brit do you think of having kids, Brittany? Is that is that would you like to have uh, kids one day? Yeah, I would. I grew up with my mom always instilling in me, like, mm. Brittany, you need to build your own empire, have as many kids as possible. And she always told me um, how important that was. Um, so I think that it's good to do it, even though there are cons to it in the sense of like, you know, you're getting a bunch of stretch marks, ruining your body. Um, so you have to make sure it's somebody you really, really love to do that for. And, you know, like busting your hoo-ha open and committing 18 <laughs> years of raising another human being and things like that. But, um, ideally I'd like to have a lot of children, like at least, I would say six would be like a good amount, oh, wow. like four at minimal, but like six. Would be How are you going to make sure that the cats are going to be all right with them? Like, uh, are your cats aggressive? No, the cats will they... help raise the children. My cats no, are I mean... sweethearts. Like they, they both love belly rubs. Her cats yeah. are like the least aggressive cats I've ever met. Yeah. More Well, you know, that says something about the owner, right? Like the mood of the cat, that says something about the owner right there. I miss my cat boots. We had a few months ago. No, well, that was my first cat boots. My cat patches, we had to put her down a few months ago. Yeah, she was, she was older. We had her for like 15 years. She was a calico, pure calico. And uh, she just, she had liver problems and she was like wasting away. So we didn't want to prolong her suffering. Uh, you know, it's terrible. Um, but anyways, uh, the other question, um, well, also, I don't know if this is insensitive Brittany, but w what are you exactly racially? I know have you talked about this. Um, yeah, I've taken a 23andMe and the ancestry test. Um, and they were both the same. So, I am uh, West African, um, Ukrainian, mm -hmm. uh, German, Polish, and mm -hmm. the biggest out of those are the Ukrainian and then the black and then German and Polish is the least. Oh, interesting. Um, oh. That's based on what my grandparents and my parents told me, but it also matches up on the test. Like, you know, a few things will say like, for example, there's a category called like, what is it? English and French. It's like the same category, for example. So yeah, um, the results added up. My mom was the West African one, mm. um, but most uh, African-Americans are have white admixture. So that's yeah. why um, I have yeah. like less in the results and it's not 50-50. Uh, if you can uh, talk about it, how did your mom and dad meet? I don't know. They were divorced since I could remember. They were never mm. together. Like, they mm. got married and then divorced. Like, I never, my dad, like, never slept in my house. I have no idea mm. how they met. Um, but as far as your mom goes, like, uh, what kind of figure was she, like, growing up? Did you look up to her? Or did, did you, do you have any sisters or brothers? No, I don't have siblings. Um... My mom, my dad passed when I was 15. My mom passed when I was 16. So she mm. only got to raise me until I was 16. Oh, uh, wow. She died Sorry. of breast cancer. My dad died of Sorry. sleep apnea. It's okay. Um, but my mom and I were kind of like best friends. And 
she was like the one who really was like around me. Like I was by her side 24 seven, unless she left me at my grandma's house with my cousin that I grew up with. He's like a brother to me, I guess. He's like four years older than me. Um, and uh, she really like instilled a lot of like how to like what to look for in men, like make sure you are not treated poorly, which like obviously like that didn't go according to plan um with some of my exes but you know that's because she wasn't around uh, but she really tried to instill things like that into me and to have a family and um things like that I guess was what she focused on as parent and protecting me she was like super overprotective because my mom she was like you know how black people are base like that flavor of being base that's how my mom was yeah, so I she was so she was like she was aware of certain things so like she knew that they're was a problem with single parents, like single moms, having mm. their kids get uh, touched unconsensually because what happens is the mom brings the boyfriend around yeah, and then the boyfriend touches them. Yeah, so my mom was very aware of that. She never brought home men around me. She got remarried when I was like 10, but that only lasted like 10 months and he passed. So she was very protective of me, but like um, to the point of like, I was a little bit isolated when I had moved to Connecticut and I was just like in the woods with animals for some years. And like, cause you have to drive 20 minutes to go anywhere. It's not like New York, you get on a train, you can run off somewhere. So she was super overprotective and like, um, like she would beat your ass for me type of thing. Like ride or die. She was like my best friend. She was a Libra and, you... and I'm an Aquarius. So air elements together, I guess. And somebody was asking in the chat if you had later on any surrogates, like any surrogate parents, like somebody who you would consider to be like a parent after your mom passed, who would kind of be there for you. I, so when I turned 16, that's, um, that's when my mom passed. It was a month after my birthday. So at that point I was dating, um, my ex, my first boyfriend and his mother took me in because there was no one else to take me in because in Connecticut, I didn't have any family. All my family was from New York and then they moved, some of them moved to New Jersey and I wasn't close with them or anything. So none of them really like were taking me in. I was pretty much like, well, so I guess she was charitable enough to do that and become my legal guardian, but she wasn't really like, um, like telling me what to do or like acting, acting parental in that way. Like she just let me do what I want. Mm. And I, and I, I was well behaved. I wasn't like going out and partying or doing drugs or something like that. So it's not like she had something to worry mm. about. But the uh, environment that you were around, you mentioned Connecticut more of a forest area, but in general, like in New York city, were you more around? Like, I don't know, like if we're talking about, class if we're talking about like you know what i mean like was it more of a hood environment or yeah. was it more of like a yeah so when i grew up the first like 10 years in new york and then i moved to connecticut until i was 18 then i came back to new york so i spent like all my teen years eight years in connecticut like in, in the woods and stuff um until my mom passed and i moved my ex and then they were more in like a suburban area where it's closer to town and not as much in the woods but um, when I lived with my mom, when she was raising me, when I was young in New York, we were from Church Ave. And it's like this ghetto part. Foster um, Avenue. That's where I used to live, too. Yeah. That's where my grandma got robbed. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. The story you told earlier. Yeah. So I just um, basically always lived around Prospect Park. My, uh, my grandma, my mom's mom, 
Um, my maternal grandma lived over here and then like we lived over here and here's the park. So like, it's just a back and forth between these two. And that's all mm. I really did as a kid. My mom never let me walk on my own, like outside cause it's dangerous in New York, it was ghetto. Yeah. So I never navigated by myself and I just like, my mom escorts me from point A to point B. So I didn't really get to do much. I was kind of like isolated. And Wait, poor. so you, when you were say when you say Church Avenue, was it around Prospect Lefferts Gardens or Little Caribbean or East Flatbush or Flatbush? Um, so it's on like the bottom left side of Prospect Park, I guess. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what stop comes before it. So it's like two. So stops. there's U Utica, there's Utica Avenue, uh, then Foster Avenue, Avenue D, somewhere like Flatlands. Because then so, when you go, yeah. It, it was like two stops from Flatbush on the train. Okay. Like I said, I didn't it, travel by myself. My mom took me everywhere and never really let me out of her yeah, sight. No, that, so. that was very smart. That was very smart of her. Uh, I mean, especially like um, back then. I mean, you are, uh, I don't know how old you are. I don't even know if that's the right thing to ask. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, why not? Actually, is that it's information out enough. It's not polite. No, it isn't polite. But uh, you're a Zoomer, I take it. You are right. Gen Z. Yes. Oh, okay. So, so you didn't really live around the bad old days of New York City, like during Dinkins' time. But even so, like... Not like 30-year-old Boomer love over here. Yes. Well, th yeah, 30, 32, believe it or not. Yeah, with this with this young-looking face. Uh, very strange, right? I must keep a painting you actually of Dorian do, Gray You do somewhere. look a lot younger than 32. Not just trying yeah. to, like, kiss ass here. I wouldn't guess that you're 32. I know, yeah. I have very, I have very soft uh, soft features. I, I understand. Thank you. Oh, do you so think anyway, I am? <laughs> Surprised the first time that Lev told me his age. So I thought he was like literally my age. Everyone thought exactly. I was Everyone thought I was older than what I was. Back in the day. Went to the same well, school, so I, well, I just keep him there. But like, still, he doesn't look like he's fucking thirty-five. No, I look, I look younger than James. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Like, it's because I, I, it's because I don't drink and I don't do drugs. That's why I look younger than James. Don't do drugs, kids. I don't. Relax. <laughs> If I shave my fucking beard, I'll, I'll look long, younger than you. Fuck yeah, off. he'll look like a little boy if he shaves his beard. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, right, if you wait, go before before I go back home, do you <laughs> want me to actually question people on the street shit? Yes, yes, I do. And All so right, does Brittany, can... right, Brittany? For them to guess his age? No, no. If they, what else have they posted as women? shit on the street if it's if it's worthy of asking that yeah so. oh god we're gonna get james arrested today aren't we or or if someone <laughs> me that not. good content oh though. this is a good question um I, 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 I felt i feel bad for asking a joke question because our good friend uh, mass bastard charles khan he asked about sheds uh tool sheds but that was in reference because one time on btr we brought up a uh, joseph fritzel <laughs> the shed yeah. wife the shed wife yeah um no this is a good question Brittany. do you consider yourself politically educated if so what political figures do you look up to politically educated i'm so politically informed educated i'm a good citizen <laughs> um political figures i look up to i don't really follow politics much especially in the past like Base. six months Base. like politics are gay yeah, I don't know if I have anyone I look up to. Let me think about it. Um, like anyone that really like perfectly 
aligns with me it's I don't know like I like Lauren Southern's content I guess like her newer content seems good uh, well Gio you're not a big Lauren Southern fan right you think well, she I went mentioned the, wrong... the trad thoughts no no yeah well I don't I mean, know I mean like she's not so to clarify she's not like perfectly aligning with yeah, me or something. No, it's just like her content's like generally yeah. good and educated in at least in like recent times her documentary um the most recent one was good things like that I like some of her work so Brittany, you have to go out, you have to buy this book. It's called Revolt Against the Modern World oh, of by, Ju- by Julius Evola. Go and read that and you'll, it'll set you straight. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm only partially joking with that. Um, but J- James, do you, have you found any victims yet on the street there? Any women victims? Don't ask me a question to ask on the street. I'm going back to my apartment to piss. I'll go back out. I got to fucking piss again. I've been drinking so fucking much. So well, you can well, wait, wait until things no, get you can worse piss in New outside York. and you and they're yeah, not gonna then arrest you. you. Piss on the side right. again if things get worse. No, no, they're, you, they're not gonna arrest you for pissing outside now. Hold on. T- Ten dollars super chat. I'll go take a shot in the nearest bar and I'll ask any question on the street that's not gonna get you, you gotta watch you hear that. But get sometimes you gotta watch certain states like I know Florida, if you are caught up with public urination, that's technically a sex charge. You can, well, yeah, no, no, you can no, no, on no, the no. registry. Yeah, yeah, you get He's bad not, paperwork, yeah. and you're fucked. No, yeah. well, James, no, James isn't going to pee. Like he was saying that he's going to do a super. He's going to answer. He's going to say whatever the super chat is going to say. Ten dollars super chat, whatever you guys want him to say. And please, he, no gamer words. We're not going to read that. Yeah, but he has become our loudspeaker. I won't say anything worse than that to people on the street. Um. Because at least fag and, and retard, I can like you know, I can pass off as both of those if need to be. <laughs> oh, oh god! God, I can't say the, the J- truth. James, I don't know the YouTube algorithm. You got to be a little I careful. Can't either, but I guess you can still Hopefully say his voice is faded. Just don't say the F slur. I mean, I guess you could say retard. We haven't gotten into trouble with that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I am retarded, so I'm allowed to say that. But if we get if we get some super chats i will go into the bar i will get a shot and then i will go and ask fucking questions i'll do it yeah. well look james, james has already given me plenty of his artwork passes which is uh, why i can uh, declare things like the dreams that i've had with Brittany venti in them and no i have not had dreams with jessix uh, yet but again oh, Brittany, you, yeah. you are a public, oh, you are a public zoom into zoom into your eye when you say yet like you know you do the zoom yeah. thing <laughs> do that uh, we can keep it that way. It's fine. I've had it. Yeah. I've had a dream about you. Zoom in. Zoom in. <laughs> I've had a dream about you. Yet. Yes. <laughs> I've had a terrible oh. week and a half, two weeks, and I'm ready to go mode on stream uh, just to let off some fucking steam. So uh, let's see some fucking super chats. Oh, this yeah. is a good, this is a good one. What type of music chat. describes your mood most? most accurately this week so Brittany, what type of music describes your mood this week um let me pull up my playlist also um to answer your question earlier i guess the best way because i was just thinking about there's no youtubers that really align with me perfectly Mm. um i would just categorize myself maybe as an abolitionist in terms of like in regard to uh prostitution an abolitionist it's very mm. similar to rad femme um but the difference is rad femme concerns himself more with like um other women's issues and mine's like the main focus is mm. 
against prostitution, even though like there are some other women's issues that I think are valid and should be talked about, but aren't because it's just like, oh, you're feminist. Cause like the word's been like spoiled, right? Cause like, for example, women taking birth control, like the effects of that, that needs to be talked about, but you know. Well, you I, I'm that. gonna, I'm gonna post. Um, your else. In, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, and by the way, we have, we have super chats that, that I did not read. Are they $10? If they're not, no, but right before, well, here was a North, no, uh, Norway, 20 Norwegian dollars, which is how many US dollars, but uh, it's two, it's 2.40 US dollars. Still great though. Thank you so much for that. And that is from Amped who said, this was like right before the stream started. He said, black girls hit differently. And he is a very big Britney mm. Venti fan. And uh, well, bigger than the fan that she was using to uh, fan herself I right pulled now. mine out to copy her. There we go. Well, in the and, chat, uh, I'm going to post. <laughs> so in the chat, I posted uh, this interview that Alex Kashuta did with this um, writer. Her name is Louise Perry, and she talks about, um, I think you'll quite like her. Another one that Kashuta did is with uh, another friend of mine um, who was an old school rad femme, but now she's more of a quote unquote reactionary Mary Harrington, who I also want to get on BTR. They also talk about the porn issue. And uh, I think you'd quite like them, Brittany. Uh, yeah. I think you'd also quite like Alex Kashuta as well. So. Oh yeah. Mary I definitely ha need more people to watch. So thank you very yeah. much for giving me it. Oh, and to answer the question, it's not that I'm not trying to answer the questions. It's just that my, oh, my yeah. brain. So I'm a woman, you know, there's not much in there. In my brain. <laughs> and um, also my interview I did with Alex Kashuta, where we talk yes. about the art world. So that's, that's pretty good. Oh, okay. she just recently had one with Justin Murphy. That's excellent. Mm. But of course, you know, Oh wait, but, uh, but, but, uh, Br Brittany, you were going to say, uh, I, to answer the question gonna, about yeah, the, the, the yeah. mood. Um, I would say, cause I went and like looked at my playlist. Um, I started watching Evangelion. It's my first watch through very, very late. As late as Jessica watching Sam Hyde, uh, Paradigm Shift. <laughs> and Inuyasha, as, I just as watched as... Inuyasha last year too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also as late as Geo reading Berserk. Mm -hmm. Geo, the very first that, yeah. manga he's ever, he's ever read I hear it's very life. good and very masculine. Oh yes. Um, but- uh... Except for that fairy twink. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, except for Paul. Yeah, and his name is Lev. Just kidding. His, oh. name his name is Jules. His actual name is Jules. Oh, even worse. Um, I have. I think the song that I've been playing nonstop is uh because I've been watching Evangelion, is "Fly Me to the Moon" and the version where it has all three of the girls singing it. Where it's like, I like that one because they they whisper the some weird, they we whisper some weird stuff in that song. I, you remember that part? They just like whisper things. You know no. what I'm talking about, right? What do you mean? It's just a cute romantic song. Yes, but that part when the piano plays, all three characters start whispering something. Oh, I didn't notice that. So, yeah, so Versus listen to back. it again. Yeah, I heard Versus anime back, and I was baby. like, let's go. No, let's fucking go. Oh, and by the way, and this is a great occasion because Cat Girl Milk, our great Cat Girl Milk patron, she's a patron of okay. Break the Rules. She donated $10. So there we go. Let's James, go. do you hear that? You hear that bitch? Ten dollars coming wait, our did, way. Did, okay. Did Let me just say, Berserk isn't very, very masculine. It's actually wait, wait, it's, it's a love story. Is that towards the shot? Is that? Yes. It says, "Please ask how many days can you wear pants without washing them." So that is <laughs> fourteen. That is for the asking people. Fourteen. Right, wait, fourteen. Fourteen. Wait, first off, I want one because I'm going to go buy the shot at a bar. Oh, shit. We have one more $10. We have one more $10 Walter one. So Dead here Man. we go. 
If you're going into a bar, ask indirectly about medical advice. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, Getting wait, wait, numbers wait, from wait, these wait. people. Make it creative. Oh, uh, wait. Lev, first off, I want yes. I want half of these $10 super chats. Okay. I'm buying Fair the enough. Too. Fair enough. I don't uh, even get fucking super chat money. My God. Uh, but I'm doing this for the shot. Like, I'm not... This isn't even yeah, like... Right. My wallet. Yes. I'm going to Venmo you, okay? I'm, I'm going to Venmo you. Okay. All right. Hold on, I'm peeing, and then I'm gonna go to the bar. <laughs> Wait, are you peeing right Question. now? It's like you know the What's you know the streamer PPP. He does like people's press. He does that all uh, the time. He'll piss to, on it's stream. It's up to whoever bought the super chat. I'll do whatever shot they want. Yes. Berserk oh, is a, ding dong. Berserk is a romance fantasy. Then I'm gonna stop reading it now. It is a romance. Oh, and, and also oh, I'm super kidding, chats. I'm hold on. There's more super chats that I got before, so I just <laughs> want to quickly read. Spectral Citizen donated uh for two dollars and says six is a good number. Big families are great. You hear that, Brittany? Excellent. Yeah. Well, they're e and it's even too, so the kids one kid doesn't feel alone all the time. Yeah. All right. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. I want uh whoever donated the ten dollars super chats. I want to know what shots they want me to get. Well, okay, cat, cat girl milk, and uh, who uh, donated and the second one? Walter dead, I'll, dead man. Walter dead man. Here, I'll ask someone so, in the bar. I'll ask a rando. Um, medical, ask for medical advice, and yeah, also. Right. Um, I, I'm literally going back out now. So I pissed. I got a new drink. <laughs> By the way, go, go it's funny because at the beginning of the stream we saw James drink. We literally saw his body make piss, and now he's pissing. <laughs> So there yeah. you go. It's Lindy. I'm, 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 Very I'm, Lindy. From, I'm ready this to go comment from full schizo mode tonight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, look at this go. comment maybe, from Gojira. Uh, go, maybe Gojira if we get a says, super chat, I'll go gangstalk Britney. What I'm is Gojira? Gojira. Oh, by Go the way, I, I thought the new Gojira album, I didn't give it a listen, but I heard it's. I heard good things. Wait, there's a Gojira right. super chat. Yeah. James, well, no, it's not a super chat, but he just no. says, James legit thinks he's in the movie. Facts. Uh, life of movie, for real. Yeah. Oh, right, right. By the way, I want to is... focus. Okay, so while James is doing his thing, I want to focus back on Brittany. Brinty, what are Brinty? What are your favorite Brittany. books? What are your favorite books? Um, let me pull my phone out because most of my books are on there. Um, I have a lot of physical ones too, but I mostly read on my phone. Um, so I don't really read for fun too often, if that makes sense. Based. I usually read in regards yeah. to like uh, <laughs> yeah. research sure. and things like that. So I'm not, I don't have any fiction books to like recommend. And then the one I started that was like the TikTok book with the girl who has like the seven star freckles or whatever. It turns out that book is like the, the male protagonist is bi. So I was like, I read this to like go in depth with like a cute romance and it's just ruined for me um <laughs> so it was just like the one time i tried to read a fiction book but anyway um so like for example um i actually have revolt against the modern world in here by the way i didn't read all of it though i will um, build okay based so paid for my process my journey through prostitution um attached it explains attachment theory like people who have anxious attachment for example should read this book especially because you learn why you have that attachment and the other with, with your significant other what attachment style they need to have to be compatible with you because if you're the type of person that's like texting them and you're anxious and it's like why aren't they giving me attention that type of thing like you're clingy or whatever you should read that book i need some of that I feel that's like I that's similar. That. Th that's similar to like that millennial style of like confessional writing that was popular in 2010s. Have you ever heard of this one book called Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino? You ever heard no. of that one? 
that one, if you read that, I mean, I know like she's kind of like, like a vice kind of like box person, but like, it is interesting read because it does give you a, a good view into like the, the psyche of like the millennial woman in some ways. All right. Hold on. Sorry. Not to get you off to you, but I am a block away from the bar. I want to know the, the whoever did the super chats, what they request me to drink at the bar. Yeah. And what, and any questions they want me to fucking ask you the randos or the bartender. Um, cat girl milk said just vodka. So okay. yeah. Cringe. Um, and yeah, just to read off a couple more really quick. Um, sorry, this is your brain on birth controls. Another good one to learn mm. about birth control. Um, and the effects of it, the porn myth by Matt Frad was a good one that I've referred back to a lot of times for information against pornography. Um, and now I'm reading, I could do anything if I only knew what it was. So mm. interesting. Well, what about that one book, uh, verse? What was that book by Naomi? Uh, Naomi, right, Wolf? I'm going up into the um, bar, guys. The beauty, by of the wait, Lev, Lev, you're gonna, uh, I've probably never read it because it was written by Naomi Woods, so yeah, Naomi Wolf, uh, the beauty Wolf. standard one, I think it was just called the beauty industry. That, that was a good one. I mean, she's pretty based in Red Pill now. Hopefully, she comes on mm. the show. Um, all right, I'm waiting until Lev gets back. Yeah, where did Love go? My verse I'm listening to. No, I'm just uh, recite. I'm singing the uh, ending theme to Hunter Hunter for some reason stuck in my head. Oh God! <laughs> During the Chimera arc, the that that's. But um, so <laughs> so uh, Brittany, another thing I wanted to ask you before it slips my mind. Um, what started on your like war, your crusade, your intifada against the Twitch streamers? What like is it just that you saw that they were getting uppity? Like what happened here? Like you you uh, you've collected a number of scalps over the years of the Twitch streamers. I know it was pretty ballsy of you to go after someone like uh, Pokimane, but uh, you know because of all the people that she has connections to. So what was what's your motivation for being the uh, uh, I guess you could say chaotic good uh, troller of uh, Twitch. Um, it wasn't really like a crusade against Twitch streamers. I guess it's just that birds of a feather flock together. So mm. like when they align a certain way and I'm just inherently against that, then I go and speak out against it and use it as an example right. and explain why it's BS and inconsistent and wrong, blah, blah. Um, so I think they just all happen to be aligned and kind of like click together on twitch they it, twitch makes it like that on purpose they purposely try to make it into like a cult because look at the rules they have you're not allowed to uh, speak about their staff doing sexual harassment or whatever yeah. they literally put that as a rule uh you're not allowed off off platform talking about other people in a negative way or else it's harassment um, they're very controlling and they try to keep you inside that Twitch bubble. They even have their own language, which is like, you know, people, instead of typing actual thoughts out or anything that contributes to a conversation, they just type, they speak in um, emotes. They're just like Pog, Pog Chant, Omega Wall. They're like brain dead. Can't and say Poggers anymore. That's racist, apparently. Is Poggers yeah. racist? <laughs> yeah. Poggers, I Monkos. I like Monkos. Wait, Yo is Lev. it because the, the Poggers guy supported Trump? Is that the No, uh, no. It, uh, is that why? Yo, oh. Yeah. Wait. I'm going into the bar. It, no, it's because it's double G-E-R. That's why. It's, it's, not, How it's not that okay. complicated. Wait, I can send you the memo right now. How much should I send you? How much should I send you? Uh, 
send me five for each shot. I don't know what it's going to be. Shots in New York City tend to be between five to ten dollars. I can't. Like, are you getting I'm shots for five dollars? Wait, wait. Sorry, let's pause there. Where the hell are you getting shots for five dollars? All right, I'm going in. I don't think you should dox yourself right now. We're I mean, I, fair. Right. I'm just saying, like, in New York City, is that, Here we go. that's not really a thing. Brittany, enjoy, okay. enjoy the show. Oh, yeah. I, and I just noticed God, we have two of the whitest-looking black people on the stream today. So that's I do cool. often get compared to Brittany Venti, actually. Well, four if you if you include me and Jessica, because we're, of course, Italian. So. We are people of color. Italians are yeah. people of color. Yeah. On stream. I don't give a shit. I don't want to be in stream. I didn't ask to be recorded. Uh, okay. Oh, Bonnie. What's up, man? <laughs> God is <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> where's He's wait wait where's that alpha shit now right good all right uh the stream told me to do a shot of vodka so uh let's do some tito's yeah very you'll have nice. to see it but um, i just i get compared to you and doja cat like the male version which i think is strange but that's funny <laughs> a lot of doja cat more so than Brittany though ask the bartender james Thank you, bro. Speaking, that is speaking a of cat, full by the way. Shot. What's your name? Yeah. Brian? Brian. That's yeah. the fullest That's, shot I've ever okay. seen. You're on uh, Break the Rules right now. All right. So, a bunch of uh, retards online. So, <laughs> we're having, <laughs> we're having, so. Yeah, we got to ask him Ask him how, how long he's worn pants for. That's one All of right. the questions. Two All weeks right. is, um, I I'm think. Sure. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. The, the, yeah. How, how long you can wear pants before you have to wash them yeah the men are different than women in this regard of course well, uh, I, mean, I, have, I have skirts my skirts are dry clean only so i literally like rarely ever wash them i just take them off have how you seen how long girls wear leggings for it? come on oh that's even worse then. yeah but that it, it depends we're talking so over like, it that as long as he gets out of them three or four days okay. oh wow. i respect that i would never do that but i respect it really what was the i'm not washing it every time are you joking? Are you talking about you go longer? I go way longer. Yeah, oh, okay, I, go, okay. I, I can go yeah, longer. Yeah. Not even close. To okay, it, so the time. second uh, the second super chat is if you're going into a bar, ask indirectly about medical advice while getting numbers from these people. Make it creative. What does that okay. even mean? How do, there's, like, there's two males that, um, in the bar. Also, oh, what do you want me to do it with? Uh, let's see. That was from Walter Deadman. Let me see if Walter Deadman replied <laughs> with... Uh, Whoa, what was that? Hold on. Here we go. And by the way, all the people who are watching this, subscribe right now to the BTR stream. Brittany, one of the things that you may not know about Break the Rules is while this is more of a cash, casual stream, what we usually do, like our whole thing on Break the Rules, is we bring on people from, like, you, you know, Gia, we bring on people mm -hmm. from these uh, various big-time uh, think oh, tanks from Washington, D.C., and combine them together with, like, extremely online anonymous people with anime avatars. Like, that's my oh, personal wow. dream, and we're living the dream. I'm doing that. This oh, another good thing, now that you remind me about bringing people on that, that wouldn't go together. Uh, Brittany, have you ever heard of Ayala Girl? Yeah. <laughs> what? A you never have you ever heard of Ayala? Ayala girl. Ayala girl. A E L L A is what her name. He's pronouncing it like a like an Italian. Oh oh by the way, Walter Deadman. Walter Deadman said uh shot choice, I don't know, be basic Jameson. So Jameson They're making him mix. He's gonna like have the worst hangover. He's gonna pass out. You gotta drink some water or drink some milk. Yeah, he's right, Brittany, can you guess? Can you guess the kind of milk that I'm drinking? Breast. Two percent. Right. No. That's one percent. 
He talks about this every fucking stream. <laughs> what is this, it's raw milk? raw milk from that farm up the road in New York. <laughs> it's not just raw milk. No, Literally. you're wrong. It's not just raw milk. It's raw buffalo milk. Oh, my I, God. I like the, the consistency. It's very thick. I know oh, this man. isn't really. It's buffalo. It's much different. <laughs> I know, Brittany, are you into? Uh, are you into raw milk? Uh, I've never tried it, but I heard it tastes like ice cream. Oh, it tastes so refreshing, especially the buffalo. <laughs> Drinking from the teat of a buffalo. It's very, it's very, it's but very a- uh, trash. Anyways, um, Ayala, I Ayala, God, Ayala girl, um, she is the number one. James, were you asking someone? Yeah, yeah, I just asked him for the shot of Jameson as as requested. All right. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Good luck. Um, <laughs> she's the number one. I shit you not. She's the number one paid person on OnlyFans. She's okay. the number one person. And hey. we had this reverse debate that we do on BTR. It's called Argue My Position. Every th- every other her. Thursday. Every uh, other Thursday. Every other Thursday, I debated her on women's rights, and it was. Uh, quite an experience and for the record it's not that i don't believe in women's rights i don't believe in human rights as a construct that's the way i've gotten out of it uh and and my father drew her with the geo necklace look at that oh my god anyways uh someone asked in the chat if you were willing to debate ayala on the porn issue like not a reverse debate but like a legit debate if you were willing to debate um she's like she believes that porn it should be like a human right and that she's a into poly and uh she's a rationalist so she's right, got a lot gonna, of uh ask for medical advice on the street yeah go ahead ask for medical advice this is gonna be hilarious if we get more super chats i'm gonna go to another bar i'm gonna hop around i'm gonna go to for every two shots i'm gonna go to a different bar mm. Um, in regard to debating, um, I'd have to ask my manager in regard to my schedule, but I'm, I'm always open to debating something like that. Um, I just went on Chrissy Mayer's, uh, her wet spot podcast that she hosts. Um, I went on that last week and I had to argue with like five different people at once about porn. Holy crap. Would you do, um, Brittany, would you do a reverse debate? Where at least in the beginning, maybe for like the first half. Well, hour. usually the first hour we have a, the reverse debate. Then we like switch off kayfabe, and then you get to become your true opinion. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'll come back. With so you would be arguing for porn, right? So that's that's interesting. Um, it was Ryan, right? I, I don't see Ryan, okay. why. I don't see back. why not. Other than like with scheduling, my manager yeah. handles the scheduling, so I have to see. That's him, good. but yeah. By the way, shout out to Brittany's manager. He's a great guy. Yeah, uh, Hickson's great. He's like, I could not do what I do without him. He's like, that, that's a very everything. powerful name, by the way, Hickson. I mean, I, yeah, like Hickson it? Gracie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is he also like a fighter? Or like, what kind, what kind of name is that in terms of like origin? Do you know? Hickson. Um, I don't remember. I'd have to ask him. I don't think he's um I think he's in the middle of a meeting right now because he messaged mm. me on Discord that he has a meeting and to have a good podcast. So I'd have to ask him whenever he comes back. Yeah, but that's uh that's very interesting. Just having a manager like approaching it from that way. The responsibilities that you have, you focus much more just on streaming and everything like the calendar is already set for you, like uh 
it's much easier to work in that regard. And as far as things like business plans, do you have a Brittany Venti business plan where you look at this? These are our projections for like the next the next years. Like, do things go that deep? Oh, he he does a five year one. So yeah, there is one for five years. Um, that's great. Yeah. No, that's very important. I mean, we're growing right now. As you can see, we are a small ass fry of a podcast stream right now. But you're gonna the kind miss of things. It. You're going to miss it. It's comfy. You're going to hate it when it gets bigger. It'll be cool at first, and then you're going to get really tired. They're going to, like, suck the life out of you. <laughs> and oh, then you're no. going to well, – because that's what YouTubers do. Yeah. They always have their main channel, and then they create a second channel. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. I, we, mm. Me and Lev, we both have our individual channels. Yeah, so, the Lev uh, stream. Oh, and by the way, this Sunday on the Lev oh, stream, I still got to make the link. Yeah, yeah. Before wait, that, wait, on my, okay. I just released on my YouTube channel, Jenner Productions – me and my good friend, I mentioned him before, Matthew the Stout, mm -hmm. the one that made Britney's merch. We <laughs> both discussed the new statue by oh, Sanford yeah. Biggers at Rockefeller Center, Biggers with a B, the Oracle. <sighs> We'd go into all the history of the artwork at the Rockefeller Plaza, this huge monstrosity they just released. Me and him go, we have this podcast. It's a fifth episode. It's called Style Talks. We talk about art and aesthetics. We have a whole bunch of things. And Lev, if you could find the Style Talks where we talk about these uh, four paintings from this art hoe that went viral last year, that's another good episode I feel Brittany would enjoy. We, we go in depth about uh, the current trends of uh, women-led art in the contemporary art world. And it's all, and it's like these still life paintings where this woman had like, you know, her dildo next to her books and stuff like that. It was really, it became really viral. Like this pink pastel millennial aesthetic bullshit. So, uh, yeah. Sorry to oh. show, but Lev, but this week on the art stream, what are we doing, Lev? Yes. So on the Lev stream art stream, we have uh, two very interesting guests. So first off, we have Cream of Dog oh. joining us. The great Cream of Dog, I'm sure. Um, uh, Yolo Swag Studios. Brittany, have you seen some of his work? Uh, I don't think so. I will send you a link in the uh, chat for his work. He just uh, he, He's just a very amazing guy, very down-to-earth. His comics, like, Gio, do you have a favorite YOLO swag comic of yours? My favorite was the... Um, I, there's so many of them, but the one was uh, female co comedians versus male comedians, and the female comedian was like, my pussy, my pussy, then the male comedian goes up and, like, punches her in the face, and he's like, this is female comedy, this is male comedy. That was a pretty, but there's been a bunch of other ones, like the one with uh, the like gay Israeli, like ah, I was too, it's too complicated to describe. It's hilarious. I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. It's, I love it. I have to say though, um, although like men are going to be funnier more of the time because of evolutionary reasons and having to develop personality to attract women because women are mm. sexual sectors, although that's true, um, I have to say, uh, female stand-up comedians do have a reputation of being bad but it seems that anytime when people say women aren't funny they're always using that as a frame of reference and never talk about the other forms of comedy so like for example women pretty much own tiktok like they are dominating tiktok and i know yeah. some of it isn't funny but like some of it will be funny because it's like you find it funny for a different reason like there'll be a girl like I'm 30 year old, 30 years old with no children. I couldn't be happier. And it's like making you laugh for a different reason. But then there's women on there that actually are really funny and do funny, stupid stuff. 
and they pretty much are dominating and just prospering in that platform. So I think that women are funny just in other mediums of comedy. And I think people don't ever acknowledge that. It's it's true. But at the same time, I think TikTok, TikTok has really become like even more so than Reddit, like the particular like radical liberal hive mind that yeah some some of it yes but there is stuff that's completely not it depends on what your algorithm is right so like for me the liberal stuff isn't on my algorithm i'm getting like the animal videos the funny videos Mm. the non-political stuff and from what i see the women are really funny on there in that regard um because obviously the political stuff is like uh and you scroll by yeah um but my point is like they do do well in other forms of comedy like if it's a skit or something like yeah not necessarily stand up but like yeah the other because like my experience of tiktok is literally like through videos that get capped onto twitter which is usually like you know right-wing people in my circles that will cap these tiktok videos of some ghoul saying something like even today there was a tiktok video of like some woman that was like crying that she had a positive presence. Oh, I saw cut. that. She's like, just kidding. I, I, Do you follow, I think you follow the same Catholic. Is this from a Catholic girl that tweeted it? Yeah, yeah. It was, yes, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think you follow the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw it, yeah. And my, my quote was the Bible passage um, that a particular YouTuber I won't mention used to quote a lot. Um, God hath given them over to a reprobate mind. Uh, so... Um, but yeah, it's so it, it is funny. I guess they're probably if you if you look hard enough, like well, Lev, you said that BTR is going to be on TikTok soon, which I I didn't agree on. You didn't ask me and Jules, but apparently we're on going to be on TikTok soon. Break the rules. So, so I have I have loads <laughs> of videos. We, before we yes. talk about TikTok, I cut in quick. One, those shots cost me fucking a total of twenty two dollars. What? Um, yeah, Jesus, but, dude, it was ten for the fucking Tito's. And 22, I mean, and, uh, 12 for the Jameson. And they were wow. cash me. And so now I'm walking to the fucking TD bank so I can get some fucking cash to pay the fucking man because I'm not going to steal it from this dude. Um, two, I still have to ask the, the question on the street of uh, for medical advice. So I will do that um, as soon as you guys give me an opportunity to, to cut in and, and ask someone for the worst medical advice they can give me. And uh, I, well, now's as good of opportunity as any. And, yeah, ask and, them about getting vaccinated. Okay. Hold yeah, on, someone on, asked man. if they yeah. got their vax at Walgreens or Walmart. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna ask uh, this person right over here, quick. Oh, oh god. Boy. <laughs> you mind answering a question on stream, quick? No. All right. Hey, do you mind answering a question on stream, quick? What's the worst medical advice you can give me that you actually believe? I don't <laughs> give me some horrible medical advice that you would that would fuck some people up. <laughs> yeah, that would fuck people up bad. Yeah, but that you would recommend anyways because you're sick of. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really comes to my mind because I'm not a sicko. All right, but but like imagine you were a sicko, what would you say? Mix alcohol and pills, I guess. <laughs> Take alcohol and pills together. It's a great idea. Um, this woman on the street, she shall not be named, but she approves of it. So. <laughs> Based. Well, that's I, pretty better than, that's better than any baked Alaska stream, stream I've ever seen. So that's. That wasn't worse, honestly. That wasn't too bad. 
That was that she yeah, was going along with it. I, I mean, like I know it. I know people that do that anyway. So yeah. it wasn't the worst yeah, thing I've ever heard. Two people to get someone to, to do something. The first person said no and go fuck myself, and then the second person it works. So, but now I got. Wait, fuck did he also person. say? Wait, did he also say go fuck yourself, or did you yeah. just add that? Yeah, I know. I mean, well, I'm, it's I'm, New York. I'm, you live in New York. You should know the answer. Yeah. It's going to be uh, yes. <laughs> but I literally, I got to take fucking $30 out of the ATM right now to fucking pay. Right, I'm paying you. Account. I'm paying you the va- so we Venmo. We got another chat for these fucked up New York prices. I'll literally, look, I'll pull it up as soon as I get inside the TD Bank of this fucking receipt. Like, I'm not fucking with you guys. I literally just had to pay fuck. Well, I'm going to be paying $22 for this fucking bar tab. Look at <laughs> look, hold on, wait, wait. I like everyone the, listen the, to his pin code. Man, I didn't know awesome. the break the rules viewers were poor. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah. I'm a little oh, embarrassed I know. to I be mean, here. Wait, you got to flip it upside just down. Just look at our just look I at our Patreon it. numbers. Of course they're poor. There we go. You poor <laughs> motherfuckers. Why can't you be a neat aristocrat like me that Simple. lives yeah. off his or parents like, who doesn't like fucking a, care? No, I'm kidding. Me and Libbo, me and Levin Jules, we all live off of our parents. Give us money. No, not true. I have a side gig. No, I have a side kidding, gig. Kidding. I'm, I'm literally paying for half of this shit out of pocket so I can at least. Left side gig is charity. We all know that. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm totally. I would say this constitutes as men posting their L's right here. Wait, by the way, Jessix and Brittany, you guys. How do you think I could afford all of these books? Jessix and Brittany, you guys should go with me to the National Arts Club. Would you like to go with me to the National Arts Club? I'll show uh, you around. Are you going to pay for my plane ticket? Oh, yeah, you're not. A, okay, well, no. B- Brittany, do you want to go to the National Arts Club? Okay, you've I'm had a chance to take, no, You've had a chance to take a look at it. What do you think of it? <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Cash um, money. I think... Back and pay the bartender the fucking horrible prices of New York City bars. You know, I've never even been to that bar before. It's a fucking shithole bar. And that's why I've never gotten in before, but it was the closest one. I'm like, oh, there's no way it can be expensive. Psych, I just paid fucking 11 $12 for a shot of Jameson. Yeah, who Go, is the aesthetic? Wait, wait, James, James, what's your... Yeah, look, the furniture, Jessica, I understand it's like old lady style. The person who chose the furniture is not around anymore, okay? She that's how old it is. Uh, I'll, I'll post my Venmo for you in the chat. Please do, yes, because I'm about yeah, to, uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, but besides the furniture, the National Arts Club itself, like the vibe, would it be a place that Brittany Venti would want to be a part of? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't have anything against it unless I didn't see something from the quick second that right. you showed the photo. I think no, it's just like I, a... I think, uh, I think uh, Sheep said that she would like to go maybe. Maybe yeah, that was like a nice. outing or something. I don't know. Maybe. It's a very nice club. It has a dining room and it has a very nice uh, ceiling. Well, they well, also have, are, uh, what's going on here? Wait, I want to see oh, what they're talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Greg Barton, he lives here. And he opens All right, how much money does he worth? You know Barton. I think he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. This, this would be a building where only multimillionaires live, right? All right. So, I mean, if we if we all rush him together, we can steal his billions, right? We're not here to protect the baby cow. I'm saying if he doesn't have any money, he has no power. It's funny because Brittany also has videos about veganism, so it's like... ...abusive activity where people are cheering while baby calves are roped and wrestled to the ground. 
So if Can we, you imagine this movie takes place right here in New York City? It's fucked up. This is, this is the city of sin. You're on stream right now. Say whatever you want to fuck this guy over. We're, we're here to tell Andrew Lust for it, and then we're going to Oh, keep my God. <laughs> what the fuck? His neighbors and using bagpipe. Bagpipe? bagpipe? <laughs> Only in New York. People rodeo. We're going to keep coming back. Do we have pipe bombs? We don't have bombs. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to ruin it for this guy. <laughs> if you put cats or dogs, how would you feel? Just tell me yeah. something. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. We're peaceful people. So you know what it is? Animals deserve because COVID-19, AIDS, Ebola, all of it because of animals assault. If you believe in the climate change, stop eating meat and do the right thing because no animals are satisfied here. Ask him about the AIDS crisis. Ask him about how Fauci We're going to pipe bomb him. Pipe bomb! Pipe bomb! James, tell him about how Fauci ruined the AIDS crisis. Oh my God, you're gonna get the cops called. Okay, Lev, I think we should end this. This is too much now. I don't know. Terrible. (laughs) Oh God. Well, this this is what happens. Oh, the optics. Ah, the the animal liberation people have an optics problem now. That was awful. You lose a bitcoin. God damn, these shots were expensive. Fuck. You lose the Bitcoin and all of a sudden just all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah, exactly. A portfolio tanks and you fucking, you go Joker mode. You go fucking Joker <laughs> mode and you scream about pipe bombs outside an apartment. That was funny. I'm tired of pretending like it's not. Yeah. And by, <laughs> and by the way, this this buffalo milk, the buffalo will, were well taken care of. So I don't have any guilt. I don't have a shred of guilt drinking this buff, delicious buffalo Well, I don't milk. know. Is the rodeo cruel or is it like, I, I don't know if it's I've just... been to one. I mean, it can be. I think it depends yeah. on the rodeo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's riding horses. Zoos. Like, it depends on the zoo. I know, like, in Spain, kind of cruel. In, in Spain, I know all the intellectuals were against the bullfights because that actually is cruel because they yeah. end up basically butchering them in the middle of the, like, they put spears in them and everything. And so it's it's kind of different than, like, just a hog-tying rodeo, like a trick show type of thing. But I don't know. I mean, I live I, I live pretty close to Marine Land, and I think that should be shut down. I mean, I think yeah. I don't see Hell any yeah. reason. Like I don't like I don't see like why you could take such a creature and like put it in a like in a tank and like cut its so life. For example, for example, it used to be that like people would just go out in the wild and kidnap animals, right? Yeah. But a lot of the time, especially in Florida, a lot of the animals that you see in zoos and in animal care centers, oh, like that, the orcas, they were either rescued from somebody that was collecting them or trafficking them. Yeah. The, or they were poachers. found. They were found out in the wild, extremely injured, and they would have died if human intervention hadn't happened. And now you right. can't re-release them. You can't put them back in the <laughs> wild at this point. So that's like a lot of, like I said, especially in Florida, I'm not sure about other places, but especially in Florida, all of the zoos and everything around here, other than like SeaWorld, I'm not sure about SeaWorld. No, SeaWorld, they were doing some pretty like but it's like things. Other and... than that, a lot of it is like conservationist for the yeah, most part. They're yeah. not like going out and capturing, like I said, other than SeaWorld, not going out and capturing animals for the purpose of entertainment. Well, well I agree with Bronze Age Pervert. I think that we should, uh, and he said this in Bronze Age Mindset, that we should release all of the animals in New York and elsewhere in all these big cities just release the zoos and let them crush the hideous bug men and so their <laughs> yeah. call of the wild will return by the way Brittany, have you ever heard of bronze age pervert um is he the guy that kind of looks like that one vice reporter that people call the sloth no 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 bronze age pervert nobody well i mean some people have speculated but 
Um, there's not many, there's no like confirmed face doxes, but uh, I highly recommend reading Bronze Age Mindset. That That's uh, if you could get that. Aspiring uh, nudist bodybuilder? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany, Brittany, I also highly recommend to read this book called um, this, The Secret History. I read it recently. It's by Donna Tart. It's uh, from the uh, early 90s. It's a really great book. It has nothing to do with whatever Geo said. It's just a really nice novel. <laughs> I also read, read a Wittgenstein. Read Wittgenstein. That, that's another, another good uh, philosophy. Well, first start with Aristotle. Like I would start hey, with Aristotle and then go Lev, down Have there. you been drinking? Is that Yo, why you're look. slurring your? Or is I've it all the milk? It's all the milk. There's a gamer division of New York. It's gamers. Let me see here. Wait. Uh. Gaming Yo. commission. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yo, the gaming commission. Up, yeah. Wait, is that a mask oh, on the floor? God, is that a mask on the floor? Are they? Yeah. It's know. like it's they're all they're all polluting. The floor, it's so big. Everybody's polluting with these fucking masks everywhere. It's no, it's no good. I, I don't approve. Anyways, but, uh, Lev, you, I think you're getting tired, and maybe we should end the stream now. No, we are, we are definitely. You know, here's the thing: we are ending the stream as soon as I do the following. What I want to do is okay, and it's not going to work out the way I think because I have to Photoshop it. And basically, I am creating the stream event for the Cream of Dog YOLO Swag Studios that I'm going to have on Sunday. Oh, is that the only person you said someone else is coming on? Yes, Catherine Brodsky is back, but she recently wrote a very interesting and important article about uh, her experience on this Facebook uh, group for jobs when she was posting about getting a job on Fox News, uh, you know, like a job offer for Fox News, like for people who want to have that job offer. All of a sudden, people start calling her a Nazi and a white supremacist, and it's like, I mean, this is like old shit. Like, you all have heard about these things happening, but it's just, uh, you know, more people well, are send, speaking send out that, against maybe it. Maybe post that article in the chat then. Yes, support I'm definitely going to post support that. Support our friend Catherine. Yeah, she worked for uh, Guardian, Washington Post, Playboy, Esquire, Vulture, CNN, Variety. And this one over here, here is the uh, quote. She says, oh, man, that milk. Uh, she says, we're mm -hmm. creating a culture where people are afraid to have potentially contentious yet important conversations or ask questions that might inadvertently offend someone and be branded a racist and ostracized or canceled. So this is her op-ed over here. I highly recommend everybody reading. And uh, again, this is not a new thing, but more people are speaking out. Uh, you know who is speaking out, Gia? I'm not going to say her name because like Voldemort with you. But you know who I'm, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you yeah, know. Barry Weiss. Barry Weiss, yes. Brittany, you should meet Barry Weiss. I mean, I you guys are both in New York, right? I, so I this think... woman is in New York? Yeah, Barry Weiss. I oh, think. she's yeah. very New York. She is the archetype of New York journalism. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, one other thing I forgot to mention, I know Sheepdoggy likes drawing. They have drawing classes in the National Arts Club as well. Yeah, how like come we didn't invite Julia to an art stream yet? That's All right. I'm, I'm reapproaching to, to pay for my fucking shots that were way too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that. Uh, Here, hold on. I can't do everything at once. So yeah. number one, okay. number one, Yellow Swag Studio right. stream. I'm just making a quick-ass thumbnail over here. While I'm making that thumbnail, Geo, can you please promote our Patreon? Please promote the Patreon okay. right now. This is the first time doing it. So on Patreon.com, you can <laughs> at $5, you will get secret access 
to our super secret Discord group. And you have uh you oh there's change this morning. From a bar. No way. I'll steal from fucking Target, I'll steal from Whole Foods, I won't steal from the fucking local bar. That's fucked up. That's good, James. That's true. So, um right. Anyways, patreon.com slash break the rules. Five dollars, you will get access to our Discord and of course our loving support and shout out. Um, at the $20 level, you will get a magnet from Lev's father, Alexander Polyakov. He does these wooden magnets. Uh, one of them is featured. Legit. And this also and this also will repeat every year, so you'll get a magnet a year. So this is our definitely legit, our good friend on Twitter, definitely legit. He's got a, a lassie dog as his avatar. At $30, you will get one of my woodblock prints from the That Feel When No GF series. One of five, I will give you one of the five. I'll make it a good one. Then at the $50 level, you will get all of the above, plus you get a pick of a poster from one of um, Lev's father's um, banner images. You will get another painting from me, including my woodbuck print, a Bob Ross-style painting from me. You will also get a custom magnet that Lev's father will make. And at $50, you will finally get a Warhammer 40K uh, figurine that Jules Hamilton paints himself. So you will get all that for $50. You'll get you'll get two prints plus a painting from me, uh, a print from Love and a custom magnet plus the definitely legit magnet. And you will also get Jules's painted Warhammer 40k figure. All of that for $50 tier, but at $30 you'll get my print, $20 you'll get a magnet. So there you go. Yeah, you'll get me go do a shot at a fucking bar, pay way too much money. Oh. And then wait, after- wait, we get a question of your choice we got a super chat we got a super chat again from walter deadman $24.99 and he says for the shots at the crappy place (laughs) (laughs) there you go i gave him fucking 26 in total fuck yo fuck that i'm I'm literally never going back now we're winding down um but well here's the link here's the link that i create i just want to say real quick this is the crappy thumb i just pasted the image of him i'm gonna do another one so every sunday on love's channel on love's personal channel not break the rules um we do an art stream where love he does these nfts because he originally was an animator he was involved with new grounds very heavily so he does these nfts and i of course do uh physical art uh last week i did a sketch of her friend afina hyatt yeah, this week I'll probably sketch. I'll probably do a woodblock print or something. Uh so that is on Sunday. And uh yeah, so that is um and then of course I don't know what we're having next week on break break the rules, but I will tell you who we're having next week. So next week we have very interesting guests. We have Tom Saur, Tom S A U E R on the stream about addiction with Uber Boyo. Uber Boyo is joining us once again, mm. and Tom Sauer. What he does is uh, he is a he provides mental health and addiction treatment for America's veterans. He is a former Navy bomb squad, Naval Academy, two thousand six. Just so like the go. Hurt Locker. Yeah, 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 just like the Hurt Locker. So there we go. That is who we're having, and then we're gonna have another uh, argue my position, oh, and God. this is gonna be Democrats versus Republicans. Oh, where we're gonna have Jess. Hold on, hold on, Geo. You don't Man. even know what this is. Jessica Deloche joining us once again, and she's going to strategize for the Republicans. Oh. And now I have to find a Republican to strategize for the Democrats. I think it's gonna be very easy to do so. I send a uh, Gavin Wax a message. I'm gonna see whoever else is able to do it. I, it's not gonna be hard to find a Republican. Control opposition so. the, the debate. <laughs> i like it. controlled yes. opposition the, the reverse like debate opposition <laughs> yeah yes so now Brittany venti 
is there anything you would like to promote before we go? And I will reach out to everybody uh, else as well. But uh, Brittany, I'm going to show your Twitter over here. I don't know who's not following you on Twitter. Oh, you're just back in on case. Twitter. Based. Yeah. Yeah. And if Brittany could give us a follow in the chat, that would be great. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to beg. I'm almost at 10K, by the way. I know that's Get nothing. on your knees and beg. Uh, base chat? <laughs> I know that's nothing compared to James or Brittany's number, but I'm pretty proud. It took me years uh, to grind to 10K. It's but, actually uh, wild, the fucking numbers that I've been fucking hitting in the last fucking, like, couple months. Well, that's because you're a low effort poster, James. That's really how it works. The, the yeah. less effort you put into your poster, This the more is actually really true. So, I, I, got I can't fucking I believe thinking. this. I put so, many effort, so much effort into my tweets, and look what I get. It's been six fucking years. Yeah, sorry. It's Dude, I just quote being, people and call them a bitter. retard without calling them a retard, and I get followers. It's great. That's, that, that's how it works. Oh, by the way, Very speaking true. of getting followers for uh, James MK Ultra Money Patreon, become that's a patron right. of this great man over here, and you are going to help fuel his uh, drinking habits by doing so. <laughs> but it'll be well worth it. I literally paid money out of pocket tonight for the stream because I love Lev and Jules oh. and and BTR. The least you can do is check out the podcast, subscribe to the Patreon, $5 a month, quality content. Jules is on it all the that time. That last podcast was hilarious, by the way, with, with uh, yours truly and Beards. Yep, uh, Verse is on it. Um, you know, we're, we're, Verse is going to be on it a lot. Let's Jules go. on it a lot. Other friends of the pod will have Jess on eventually. Arsene, who was on, uh, who was on Break the Rules before, plenty of other people. Maybe Brittany Venti, if I didn't scare her off tonight, you know. Geo of Lev once he yeah, gets out. Yeah, sure, I'll come on. So, hmm. wait. So you only allow people not by telecall, but like they have to be physically there. No, no, I've, I've done it online a lot. Actually, yeah, we did I, it online I, multiple times. I do it because there's too many good guests, but you, Lev. You live in the city, so I'll never have you on online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go I was there. I got, we got drunk, and I did it, uh, and I was there on the pod, too. It was absolute yeah. garbage. I didn't. By the I way, Walter Deadman, <clears throat> thank you so much for the subscription, and thank you so much for the super chats. This is really good milk, by the way. Buffalo milk uh, from uh, Miller's Bio Farm. Uh, anyway, guys, look at that. Look at that little fluffer. Good. They're going to have to sponsor us eventually if you keep mentioning their name. <laughs> yeah. That'll That's be the something. plan. That's the plan, man. No, Miller'sBioFarm.com. It's a great farm. It's a great milk farm. <laughs> no, That's such a weird noise. I like it. <laughs> I like it, too. All right, guys, listen. Uh, who do I? Okay, Verse. Verse Laloon. Thank you so much for coming in, brother. Here is your Twitter account. Oh, and also oh, yeah. Versions, uh, version podcast. 4, Versions Podcast. Go on the Versions Podcast. Yes, I have a new version computer now, so we're going to pull more content out. My computer was nice. so trash, I couldn't make anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a new computer soon to edit videos for my stuff. But uh, yeah, and, and also oh. I'll have a lot of art, more art videos. I'm trying to work on a wood engraving video now. But Wait, wait. Speaking of videos for a sec, Verge, should we do, um, should we do some vlogging when we're in Miami? Maybe, but also I don't want. I don't know if I want that uh, public. I don't, I don't know if I want my my state public. Oh God! I, I so, I'm like considering it. I was watching um, some Max Mofo vlogs today, and I'm like, yo, it would be kind of lit if we did uh, some Miami vlogging. Me and Brittany did a Miami vlog at the Seaquarium. Uh, Aquarium. Oh, I, yeah. I, I saw that. I actually. Well, I didn't know you yet. Actually, that's why. 
Bitcoin. When I heard that, it was that Brittany again. Yeah. No, I didn't, Brittany, I didn't know Justin. Was, Brittany and Eggy, they got something me. in common here. Oh, it wasn't never. you. That wasn't Brittany. I saw it. It was James again. Mm-hmm. What was me? Yeah. Nothing. All right. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> All right. Guys, so this has been a blast. Jessics. Hold on, Jessix. I got to promote Jessix. Um, wait, so I have to promote Je- myself. You didn't let me. Do yeah, yeah, let me finish promoting herself. I wanted to ask you, Brittany, do you have any more recent stuff that's in the works in terms of your YouTube channel or just general streaming? Do you have any more topical videos coming up? Um, yes, I have things that are planned. Um, so first of all, obviously I have my main channel, Brittany Venti, and I have to start streaming again soon, but I also have my podcast on there, which is internet girl where I have, uh, people it's similar to here, you know, you have people on and you talk about whatever. And then I have my second channel, which is ladies restroom, which is where I do more girly stuff, but. Uh oh. Oh, fuck. Oh, gang stalked her too hard. Oh, no. Did she get kicked off? She got gangstalked. I mean, I I didn't do anything. No, I think, well, her camera went out. So I think that. um, Is there no. Wait. Maybe she's disconnected too. Yeah, yeah. It's probably her computer. Okay, so she has her second channel now called Ladies Restroom where she's doing more girly stuff. Like she does, um, she did a vlog the other day, ice skating. She does fashion stuff. She did like a purse haul, fashion hauls, that kind of stuff on uh, Ladies Restroom. Oh my God, she's doing fashion hauls now? Yes, it's so good. I love it because she always buys the cutest stuff. So I'm really excited for more content there. Because I've been telling her for a while to do more like women, like, because she's been like cultivating more of a female audience recently yeah. especially so it's, it's really good to have like a female oriented like channel where she's doing more fashion stuff so yeah um so she's doing that and then um yeah the internet girl uh should be coming back at some point i don't know i'm not and, her manager, and i love this so. uh, i love this uh, drawing of you jessix like the one where you're just like uh sitting down in that in the chair, chair yes that's yeah. done by um he he silly the artist so she's it's, awesome. And she drew that like as a joke because there's a picture of me that she copied that, you know, I looked like that. I had my somebody was like, oh, I don't think your pants are high enough. So I pulled like my pants all the way up. Yeah. And then I, I was sitting in the chair like this. Silly. Um, she, she, she does art. She's been around. She's done art for like, I don't want to like say, I don't know. I don't know how much she's like putting herself out there right now. So I don't want to say what she does. But I mean, um, art, she had a Patreon. He, he's silly on Patreon. You can just like look her up. Hmm. But she's not like, I don't know, super active and stuff. Um, Yeah. So lastly, I just want to say that for the weeks ahead, we are going to have, as I said before, the live stream with Cream of Dog, Tom Sauer and Uber Boyo coming on June 1, Tuesday. Uh, Thursday is the Argue My Position. Then we're going to have, finally, we're going to have Black.com pilled. Uh, Your friend Black. Yeah, please be there for that one. That is Tuesday, Tuesday, June 8th of the Fed Post. And we are going to have Jonathan Peugeot coming in Thursday, June 10th. I know, Gio, you've got a bone to pick with him. I have several bones to pick with him. And just for that stream, I'm going to read the book, um, Icons in Time, Persons in Eternity, about uh, how orthodox iconography is similar to uh, artistic modernism. So I'm going to totally grill him on modern art. So his trad Good. stuff. Wait, uh, can, can we push Fed Post back? Because like, back. I want to be one. I want to be on that episode too. Yeah. 
my the the eighth is my last night in Florida. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Look, maybe I can switch some things around. Maybe I can switch Jonathan Peugeot with yeah. uh, Black that Comedy. Uh, Let me see if not, I can do this. Then, I don't know. He, no, 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 no. He, he'll still Thursday. be there. Jonathan will be there then on Tuesday if he can do that. So let me see what I can switch. Then yeah. we have Sh- Sean McCarthy, back, June fifteenth, uh, Wednesday the ninth. So I can do Thursday. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. So then I will see about switching those. Sean McCarthy, Tuesday, June fifteenth. Then we have oh, not- um, Bog Beef, uh, Tuesday, June twenty-two. Then we have over here Tara. Uh, I can't pronounce. He's she's Polish. I can't pronounce her last name, but I'm gonna do my best. Zepanski, Tara Zepanski. She also does a lot of these video where she goes around New York and photographs and uh, videotapes, live streams, crazy people. And next we are gonna have Tuesday. This is a big one. Tuesday, June 29th. Sticks Hex and Hammer six six six. Oh God, Squinty. Oh yes, we're doing it. We're doing it. We got sticks. And uh, let's see. Then we're going to have Uncle Doomer, July 8th. Oh! Yeah, there we go. Finally, Levin's fucking getting people that I like back on again. (laughs) Who is Uncle Doomer? I I haven't been coming on lately because, like, there's been, like, nothing like that, like, is suited for me. And now you're fucking, you're stacking them up again. Let's fucking go. Can I promote one more thing? Absolutely. I want to promote my Etsy shop, shopjustics.com. I make handmade rosaries. So this one here is Madagascar rose quartz with Swarovski crystals. I make them all by hand and I I do the little things like, so they're really sparkly and pretty. That is nice. This one is, yeah. I'll tell you guys right now, I bought one of those for my grandma for Mother's Day and it was fucking beautiful. And then I also make jewelry too. So here's some earrings that I made. Jessics, will you accept um, a... A painting of mine for that ro- for a rosary. If I send you a the painting, painting is this this takes three to four hours for one rosary. So depends yeah. on the painting. If, if I one well, session, Gio I've done paint. like three. Nah, it depends how complicated. We can do like a three hour. We can do a three hour left stream, and Geo can paint during that stream, and that's how you'll know. Or a woodblock that print. That's probably or easier. Wood, yeah. I can give you one wood of uh, yeah. Yeah. That right, takes guys. me, well, that we takes can, me we several different hours. We could work something out. All right, all right. Yeah. You can DM me. We can we can do a we can do a custom deal. Yeah. yeah. So I have sure, rosary I love shop commissions. I love commissions. It's all it's all my rosaries and, and jewelry. And I'm gonna I'm planning on making more jewelry like like my necklace here. I'm planning on making some rosary necklaces and bracelets and other stuff. So yeah. Nice. Holy and shit. So, also, I have to work on my own seller's site. But did you put the Jessica uh, Etsy in the chat, love? Did you do that? Yes. It's just it's shopjustics.com. Yeah, I have Here a custom domain for it. Yeah. I was thinking of Etsy, but then they take a cut and then they unlist it. And I don't know. I don't know. It's Maybe not too bad. It's, they make it easy because I have like a label printer and I can just print all the labels there. And the yeah, fees aren't that yeah. bad. They're not too terrible. Like it's just, it's mm. easier than having to like deal with my own shipping. Yeah. And, you know, it's like so much easier. Just put on Etsy and then they kind of yeah. handle yeah, those issues. You don't need to ha- handle that much shipping with uh, yeah. they're small. What I have, I, processor and all that. I have, um, I got accepted into that Google program they have in Canada called Digital Main Street. So it's basically like, it's it uses Square App, but it's basically like a Shopify site. So you have okay. to factor in shipping into the price, mm-hmm. which I don't mind because shipping isn't that. But I've been burned a few times. I have to get tracking numbers for some of them. But mm-hmm. yeah. 
All right, I drank enough milk. Listen, guys, this is the end of the stream. Thank you guys so much for watching. Le the left stream this Sunday. This logo just took like five seconds to make, so I'm going to make a new one. But YOLO Swag Studios is coming in the left stream. Please go to this link, this link that I just posted in the chat right after this is done. Also, don't forget that we are also all the time live streaming live on Twitch.tv and DLive.tv. So be sure to bookmark these or, you know, like um, and above follow, all, follow them. Subscribe to your Patreon. But above all, I mean, I don't even have to say everyone's probably done it already. Go and subscribe to Brittany Venti's channels. She's been great. Yes. And please, That's Julia, it. if you're still watching, tell her. Um, we're very sorry. Uh, we had to end the stream. Maybe she had computer problems. Yeah, she um, DM'd me. She said that her computer uh, pooped out, but just to right. shout out her YouTube, and I did. So Yeah, and tell her that we're grateful and thankful and that she should come again. And this is more of a casual stream than we usually are accustomed to with like hyper autistic politics or spirituality <laughs> or somewhat. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the hyper-autistic politics is just like, you know, it's it's not as entertaining as me going up to randos on the street and asking them for bad health advice. So. Or, or well, threatening it's different, to... It's well, different look, James, strokes, different folks. My, different strokes, yeah. yeah. But my, my, my goal is to get some more of these foundation people with you, James, I want you to be present when the oh, people God. from no, we're gonna the, have, uh, we're gonna have, the Ford um, Foundation and the... Uh, we, we should have a stream where we get Jessica Valenti with, uh, <laughs> with James. It, so what, women posting know. L's versus Jessica Valenti. That'd be great. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I've never heard uh, of her in my life. I've never I'll heard of Jessica Valenti. No, is she a blue check? Because then that I'm sounds like if she me the, and Brittany Venti had a baby. Yeah, I thought that's what you were doing. She's you were making queen, like a, no, no, no. She's the queen of blue checks. She oh, no. is. Like I literally the, just don't listen to blue checks in any right. capacity. She's like the archetypal millennial feminist. Blocked. Yeah, no, she probably blocked you first. Yeah, yeah. No, I blocked her. It's already over. Yeah, it's already, but yeah, that'd be, I mean, block. Yeah. but we will actually could have been blocked already. Just like I got blocked by like pretty much every time I look at like a blue check journal. Yeah, they probably like blocked. Woman, I'm already yeah. blocked. I'm already, I'm already blocked. Oh, but no, no, but in all seriousness, we'll, we'll never get Jessica Valenti because she's too high up, but we probably will get Lev. Um, if you could reach out, I could even do it. I could DM her because I DM her from time to time. Get Mary Harrington and uh, Louise Perry. We're gonna do a radical feminist stream. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be well, radical. We gotta bring. Uh, we get. We you know who we gotta bring on. Radical for that feminism one. We bring on, slash bimbo. Uh, Nina, Nina Paley. We gotta bring. Yes, Nina of Paley course, of course. The radical wait, so, stream. wait. So you said her name the is radical. Like Brand <laughs> wait, Brandy Harrington. That's her name. M Mary Harrington. Mary, Mary Harrington. Harrington. Well, you know what? She has to find somebody named uh, uh, Mary Harrington. Harry. Mary, never mind. Okay, listen, never mind. All, it's all the milk. Love. Effort, it's all the milk. Speaking of milk, we have somebody. <laughs> we have somebody named. We have somebody named Cow Goddess in the chat. So shout out to Cow Goddess. Is that Doja? Doja, I love you. No, Please. Cow. cow I love Cow. I love Look, you, Cow. Miller, oh, Miller's Bio Farm. Say? 523 Valley Road. She and Rachel Chats showing feet, as, uh, as oh, they God. say. She right. and the okay. Rachel Chat. No, Cow is, is a good girl. She's precious. I wonder this, if I could show cow. feet one time. No, no. It's just, it's a tweet. I'm quoting a tweet when they found out that Doja Cat was insane. Oh, <laughs> who's that one? I want to get her on. Who's the one, the rapper that's pretty woke, pretty based? 
on Instagram. They kicked her off of Twitter. Oh, Azalea Banks. Uh, Azalea, Azalea, Azalea Banks. Banks. We're I gonna get Azalea Banks. Anything. I would do Love anything her. to be on that stream. I would do yeah. anything. That's my favorite. You'd move time itself to be on that Same. stream. Yeah. Same. I'd cancel my wedding for it. <laughs> oh man love if you could get him find a way find a way to get azelia banks on that would be cow goddess says i love you too jess um get sunny back on again um well <laughs> oh. no we, we will by the way we will uh, eventually quick, quick question for the sunny, cow goddess. sunny you have to take in small doses it's kind of like uh homeotherapy Mithridatism. Yeah. A, by the um, way, okay, so over here, real quickly, Miller's Biofarm, cow goddess. What do you think of this beautiful cow here with the hat? Look how happy this cow is wearing this hat. And this is the where my milk comes from. But also, this is the original photo. This is the original photo of the cow wearing the hat that the farmer sent me. So, cow goddess, I just want you to take a look at this cow over here wearing the hat. How, how long how, ago was that picture it? taken? I don't know. They it's sent me that out. picture. I don't know. God, it looks like the 80s. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't know why. It could be the 70s. could be the 70s. I don't know. But either way, that was the inspiration for uh, doing, uh, you know, the Miller's Biofarm logo. We have to tell them that you get, they got to sponsor Break the Rules now because you show for them like literally every single stream. And you haven't gotten any sort of horrid uh, salmonella disease yet. So no, I guess I'm it good. works. I'm I'm the guinea pig. It works. I don't know. That's I'm too. You know. I'm too. I know this is going to be some cringe and blue pill, but I'm kind of too. Wor I'm too. I'm, what, what or not, I'm too hypochondriac. Yeah, don't to don't be. Yeah, raw milk is fine. The government just doesn't want you to buy it because they're. Would that be by the way? Yeah, they just want to sell be, you the. They want you to be low T and like they yeah they want facts. you to be like pumped with like all these like chemicals and shit they put in the factory milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not pumped with be... any. So they so they push propaganda about raw milk being bad, even though like exactly. Look, I know I'm a skinny like... motherfucker, but I'm working on it. These are growing. These are growing right now because I'm doing creatine. Lose and I'm... Gun show. Arms. I can smoke those arms. Yes. No, look, I am a skinny motherfucker. Look how skinny show. my Let's wrists go. are over here. Let's go. So, who, who could probably win in a fight? It. Me or Lev? I, I don't know. Probably well, you could just You could sit on me. And oh, shut the fuck <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I could so probably guys. stand a good chance against you. I don't know about Verse. I mean, he's got the black man strength, so I, I don't know. I can't do it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm Verse, uh, Verse, you are you are well versed in the arts. Facts. The reason that the yeah, the reason arts. I say that is, it's like what was that? I, think I could probably. I mean, if I trained, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I thought we were gonna end the stream, but yeah, yeah we're ending the stream. We're ending the stream. Subscribe. Do, so. Subscribe. I have to Miller's, go eat. Miller's Bio Farm. <laughs> Miller's Biofarm yeah, Lev stream. Lev stream is coming up uh this uh this week. And Sunday, once again, stream. once again, thank you to Brittany for coming on. This has been a blast. So everyone, as we always say, God bless. Wait, Lev, you're gonna close the stream or I'm gonna <laughs> stay <laughs> Take care. God bless yeah. and goodbye.